High school football is on the air. Havenfootball.net and the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper are pleased to present tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's PIAA District 1 5A quarterfinal playoff football game is between the number 7 seed Marple Newtown Tigers and your number 2 seed Strathaven Panthers. Pulling away is Schuler at the 30, and he will go 90 yards with his first touch of the season, Matt Schuler. He sees the rush coming, and they've got him wrapped up. Down he goes into the arms of Mason Green, his second sack in as many weeks. Tonight's game is sponsored by the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper. True local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto, Home, and Life. You're in good hands with Allstate. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. The Delaware County Daily Times, all high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Sandy McCulley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Here are tonight's internet announcers, the voices of the Strathaven Panthers, Brian Carroll, Pete Fulginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. Round two, it'll be a rematch tonight here in the second round of the District 1-5A playoffs. They say it's very difficult to beat a team twice in the same year, so flashback with me 10 years ago to 2011 when Marple Newtown in week three took care of Strathaven handily, a very convincing 24-7 win. Eight weeks later, in the opening round of the district playoffs, back then it was 3A playoffs, and back then there were only eight teams that qualified. Strathaven hit the road to take on that same Marple team that handled them eight weeks earlier. Strathaven turns the tables in a big way, winning 31-7. And so now here we are tonight, week 12 of the high school season, second round of the playoffs, and the Panthers, after handling Marple Newtown 41-13 back in week two, hoping that the tables aren't turned on them tonight at George L. King Field. The Big Cats ready to go at it again. Panthers and Tigers here for round two, the quarterfinals of the District 1 5A playoffs, and we're thrilled to bring it to you here on havenfootball.net. Good evening, everybody. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play, and uh, it is, again, a great night for football. Feels like football weather. Everybody's in long sleeves tonight, except maybe the kids on the sidelines. But, uh, again... Feels like fall, chilly but clear, no wind or rain to speak of. That all blew out of here in Delaware County a little before lunchtime today, so ready to play some very good football here with the 8-3 and three Tigers visiting with head coach uh, Chris Gicking, looking to take on and take out the number two Panthers. Head coach Kevin Clancy looking for win number 330 and hopefully another step towards perhaps a 12th District 1 title in his 40-year tenure uh, here at Strathaven. So, uh, well, 30 years, I'm sorry. Uh, you know, I keep losing track of that math, Mike. Yep, But Mike. it's uh, 1991. It's a long time. 1991, you tell me that every day, Mike, and I, I think that's about 10 years ago. Yep. 1991 is where Coach Clancy started, came over from Archbishop Carroll. And, Mike, it's been, you know, more of the same this year in terms of the Panther offense and their approach. 
It's the wing tee. They share the football between several runners. They have a very talented offensive line. Not the biggest line they've ever had, but extremely experienced and talented. And they will have their hands full tonight against, I think, what should be a very much improved Marple Newtown defense relative to what we saw back in early September. Well, well they come in on a league with a league uh, record of 7-3. and 8-3 and three is obviously with the playoff game. But obviously, they had a tough start. Uh, they lost to us in Garnet Valley, which was certainly no surprise. Uh, Garner Valley didn't lose to anybody this year so far. So, uh, you know, so is Marple Newtown a better team than worth, you know, when we faced them in week three? There's no doubt they're a better team. The question is, how much better is Strathaven? And the issue for, for Marple Newtown uh, back in week three was they just couldn't stop our running backs. They just couldn't tackle them. They either couldn't get to them or where they got to them, they lost control of them. Uh, it's certainly something I'm sure they've looked at tape after tape after tape, and I'm sure they've been doing tackling practice drills. The question's going to be whether the, the failure to tackle was a failure of individual players or whether it was the talent of the running backs involved, and I guess we'll find that out to some degree tonight. The guy to watch on a Marple Newtown squad is an all-everything young man who we held to under 100 yards in Week 3, uh, but but that's Charlie Box, and and uh, uh, he is sensational, and and he can literally win the game by himself if he's given the opportunity. And I'm sure that the Panthers tonight have got him in their crosshairs, and they're going to say, "Look, he's going to gain yards, but we got to minimize it as best we can." Box has scored 18 of the Tigers' 31 total touchdowns this year. 16 of them on the ground, one on a pass reception, and one on a kick return. But uh, between he and Eric McKee, they account for about 70% of the targets on offense. And number two and number four will be uh, in the crosshairs of the Panther defense. Panther defense, uh, you know, allowing only 14 points per game overall. That's uh, in the top. um, It's actually seventh. uh, I'm sorry. in, In District 1 now, that's 10th. Uh, in points per game allowed. So, again, they have improved drastically coming off the shutout win, of course, last week against Upper Marion, where, again, Panthers didn't have huge running lanes, but, you know, 35 nothing in a playoff game. You hit two big plays from Matt Schuler and three sustained drives, did not turn the ball over, and, again, the defense was uh, fantastic last week. So, again, Panthers know what they have to do, know who the targets are on offense. The Tigers... Um, Frankly, they've been remarkably healthy this season, incredibly healthy. Box got dinged a little bit this uh, just last week, but you know, you look at the film over the last ten weeks; it's it's the same eleven guys on both units week after week after week. So again, experience for a, a team that's a little bit on the younger side in a lot of positions, they will ex- I would expect to be significantly better than they were in early September. Panthers can't take that 41-13 for granted, but uh, again, hoping to force a few more turnovers, and that was also the story back in uh, week number two. Panthers with were plus three that night in the turnover battle. Uh, Sam Milligan, along with the, the efforts of the running back, Sam Milligan was five for five that night with two long touchdown passes to Matt Schuler uh, that evening, so... Hey, it's, uh, it's going to take a full effort, a balanced attack, and the winner of tonight's game will take on the winner of Academy Park and Unionville. That number six seed, uh, Academy Park, they're going to be a handful for the Longhorns out on Route 82. We'll hope to get some updates out there as the evening goes on from... Uh, well, we have a bunch of people on Twitter, but uh, Matt DeGeorge, our buddy from the Delco Times, will cover that one. We'll also get updates... 
um, from Matt Smith over at Garnet Valley as the undefeated Jaguars take on CB West. We'll thank uh, Nate Heckenberger for uh, Rustin and Kennett updates on the other side of the 5A bracket, as well as Upper Dublin, Plymouth, White Marsh, Ed, Ed Mor- uh, Morlock will take care of that one up in the Suburban One League. Uh, staying uh, true to our Central League uh, ties here, Ridley on the road at North Penn tonight. Well, thanks uh, to Jack McCaffrey, who we interviewed a couple weeks ago uh, in the Radnor game. He's up the road at Crawford Stadium. Beautiful new uh, Crawford Stadium on the North Penn campus. So we'll get uh, Ridley North Penn updates as well from 6A. Uh, the only other big game tonight uh, we'll hope to get updates on in the 5A, in the 6A would be Coatesville and Park Valley. And then the 4A championship, District 1, uh, for District 1 tonight. Pottsgrove, the one seed at home taking on, I'm sorry, they're on the road. Um, as the two seed taking on Bishop Shanahan. So uh, that should be a good one as well. We'll have fewer scores to report at halftime, yep. but uh, we'll, we'll hear plenty from Pete and Andrew and Mike and uh, a whole lot of other chatter. And, uh, again, just enjoying some, some more playoff football as the Tigers make their way to the east end zone and are going to run through a, a tunnel of cheerleaders here in a moment. They are in their road white tonight, orange helmets with uh, black uh, numerals on the front and back. Strathaven in their all-black uniforms tonight. Black uniforms head-to-toe with white numerals and, of course, that iconic silver helmet. Coach Kevin Clancy, 329 wins all-time here in Delaware County. 262 of those at Strathaven. And, uh, again, that last district title back in 2010. And here they are just a couple weeks away from maybe making another appearance, but they will have their hands full tonight and, of course, a semifinal next week. No uh, picnic either with two talented teams uh, hopefully heading this way to George L. King Field. Uh, Strathaven, again, this is uh, their last time they were in the District 1 quarterfinals. was two years ago. Uh, of course, no playoff um, run last year with, with COVID interruptions and the amended Central League schedule, but... You'll remember they hit the wall uh, in this round in 2019 on that cold night at Kennett on a night where they, frankly, controlled the ball and were moving the ball well, just put it on the ground three times, fumbled three times that night, and, uh, you know, ended up losing in overtime on an extra point. Um, I'm sorry, on on a touchdown after the Panthers Panthers were stopped inches short. But, uh, again, hoping to take that next step with this group as, you know, there were several... Several sophomores uh, that are obviously still on the team now as seniors, hoping to remember that one and uh, move forward. Captains at meeting at midfield here for the Tigers, Charlie Box, Johnny Small, Mike Schumacher, and Eric McKee for the Panthers. <laughs> Two, three, four, and five. Yes. Uh, the, the, the Tigers make it pretty easy. Uh, numbers one through seven, and then your quarterback, David Bertolini, number 10. Uh, you know, those are the guys, those are your skill position guys that they're going to target on offense most of the evening. For the Panthers, two running backs and two linemen. Barlow and Schuler, joined by Jake Millett and Nick Filios at midfield, await the coin toss. And it looks like Marple Newtown has won the toss and will receive. They will move left to right when we get started here in the District 1 quarterfinals. All right, getting ready to go here. The color guard is out on the field. The band, uh, healthier this week than last. It was a nasty (laughs) stomach bug that... uh, Ripped through the band to the tune of, you know, being about 100 people short. But uh, Nick Pinatara was here pregame, and uh, Strathaven's marching band, again, fantastic performance pregame. We'll hear from the marching Tigers at halftime, and 
Again, just looking forward to another terrific night of football here on HavenFootball.net. So the color guard makes their way towards midfield. We will take a short timeout, be back for the tail end of the national anthem and the opening kickoff. You're listening live to high school football playoff action on HavenFootball.net. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. the 12th man, the Strathaven marching unit, banging out the star-spangled banner tonight. Thrilled to be here, and thanks in advance to Pete Fulginetti and Andrew Kaufman helping helping with the stats and spotting and for halftime chatter. Real, real quick, if I can, uh, Mr. Rob is, is the uh, bus driver, one of the bus drivers for bus number four. He is on the road up to his mountain cabin tonight, and I just told him I'd mention him on the air, so hey there, Rob. Glad you're listening. Drive safely. Hopefully uh, having some fun this weekend. The weather looks pretty good for some outdoor activity. And the Panthers will tee it up and send the kick away here momentarily. It'll be Charlie Shankweiler with it on the tee. And standing deep to return. We'll see who they put back there. Charlie Box, uh, again, a little bit dinged in the game in their 21-14 victory over Phoenixville a week ago. A dangerous kick returner, but they have other talent back there as well. So standing deep, looks like Eric McKee and Cooper Conroy await at about the 10-yard line. Angelo Luster and... I, I think that's a good move. Why yeah. make box? Oh, no, that is box. Yeah. Oh, it is there box. He is, right really? is going to be back here on the, uh, on the near hash. All right, here we go. See what the Panthers do, whether they kick it deep or try something short. Either way, Shankweiler, hand in the air, and we are underway. Line drive kick is going to back his man up over the head of McKee. Some adrenaline pumps that one through the end zone. Nice work by Shankweiler to pin the Tigers back at their 10-yard line. I'm sorry, the 20-yard line to start, led by quarterback number 10, 
the sophomore David Bertolini. Charlie Bach, Box is your running back. Your Schumacher, uh, Schumacher, McKee, and Johnny Small are your three wide receivers. Matt Cantwell is a tight end and will line up in the slot as well. The center, Jake McGowan, Damian Bosch, and Brian Foley are the guards. Tackles Gavin Garbutt and big Andrew Curlin at 6'6", 270, hmm. just a sophomore. We'll get to the Panther defense momentarily. How'd you like to be responsible to feed him? Well, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Okay. Good luck, folks. Panthers, defense ready to go. They're lined up opposite the Tigers here, moving left to right as we start this first quarter. Bertolini. Nope, they go Wildcat. This is Charlie Box. Uh, I'm sorry, they fake it to Box. It's Bertolini firing to the outside. It's complete on a short uh, out. But Chase Barlow and Sam Milligan on the tackle after a gain of maybe three. Did not see who made that Ooh. grab over there. Maybe Andrew can help us uh, on that one. Was that... But we'll, we'll pick it up momentarily. Gain of five on the play. Bernalini was nine, 19 for 29 the first time they met, so he was efficient, but did throw two interceptions. Here, four wide receivers again. Box slot to the left. Bertolini in the gun. Empty backfield. Box in motion. They give it to him, running to the right. Nope, it's Bertolini on the keeper. He's going to scramble right up the middle, up the hash mark, out to the 35-yard line for a gain of 10. Excellent fake there by yep. Bertolini. Terrific read, and it's a Tiger first down. So... Keeper for Bertolini. Panther defense uh, on its heels a bit to start here, but they've got Nate Perlman, Jason Williams, Ben Farabon, Mason Green up front. Bobby Fuscus and Anthony Crawford are your inside backers. Chase Barlow and Matt Schuler on the outside. Also, uh, your corners tonight, Sam Milligan and Chase Nangle. Aiden Sutherland is your free safety. From the 35, first and 10, this is Box. Looking for room off the right side. Turns up field. Cuts up the middle. He's got first down and more, and they finally tumble him down inside uh, Panther territory. Well, if there's any question about his health, I think that was the end of that question. Down to the 46-yard line goes Box gain of 19 on his first touch of the night, and the Panther offense uh, is <laughs> maybe needs to start warming up here as the Tigers are on the move very quickly here. Three excellent, uh, three quick plays to start things. Split to the far side is small. McKee to the near side, slot to the right as well. Wing to the right, and they run it that way behind that right side. Charlie Box to the near side. He's banged out of bounds. Maybe a gain of one or two. Good pursuit from Chase Barlow that time. Barlow on the stop. And we'll see where they spot this. They'll put it uh, uh, a gain of, yeah, call it two to the 44-yard line. Second down and eight upcoming. Wouldn't shock me at all at some point tonight to see Marple Newtown with some trick plays. They're, they always seem to have a gadget or two in there. But uh, right now they're moving it well with some traditional looks. Here we got a power, we got an eye formation with a tight end. Two receivers to the left. Box dots the eye on second down and eight. Bertolini gives it to him straight off the left tackle, and Jason Williams grabs hold of him and gets some help from Barlow and friends. Good work by Jason Williams getting off his block quickly, maybe a yard at most. Nice work by Big 72. Yeah, I think Marble Newtown's going to realize pretty quickly the misdirection plays they've been running, the fakery and stuff, they really need to do to try to freeze these linemen from pursuing the ball because um, the ball, the, the plays they had before worked very well, and these are starting to get a little stuff. They're now at third and, what, seven? Panther defense trying to get a stop now on third down and seven from the 43. 9.25 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. Marble Newtown on the move. Two receivers to either side, one receiver to either side, and now you're going to get a whistle and a timeout from head coach Chris Kicking, and the Tigers will take a short timeout with them. Big third and seven upcoming here. See what the Tigers and Panthers can draw up during the timeout. Be back in a moment on HavenFootball.net. 
The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read The Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. Tigers on the move here. Started at their 20-yard line and now looking at third and seven from the Strathaven 43. Small split to the far side. McKee slot to the far side as well. I formation dotted by box. On third and seven, and Bertolini steps back, and you're going to get a flag here. They got the... uh, snap count and you're going to end up with illegal procedure against the Tigers turns this to third down and 12 here I don't know if it changes the call or not but my guess is you get Perlman and Green pinning their ears back and taking a a shot upfield here to see if they can get pressure on the quarterback all right have to watch for box though perhaps uh, even a screen they they like to throw him the ball in uh, in the flats and in space here Bertolini under center again same formation with that eye with box dotting it. They fake it to him. The lefty back to pass steps up in the pocket, and here he comes. Perlman's got him back inside the midfield on the other side of the midfield stripe. Excellent coverage, and Nate Perlman rips him down. He leads the team in sacks and drops him back at the 50-yard line for a loss. Fourth and 14 upcoming, and the punt team comes on. Big play from Perlman yeah, that, again. That, that, that penalty was a critical mistake after a timeout. That just should not have happened for whatever the reason was. Chase Nangle alongside of Matt Schuler at the 20-yard line awaiting the punt. Mathis steps into it. Good spiral kick angling to the far sideline. Out of bounds it goes. It hit just inside the 25, I believe. They'll walk it up to about Good the 24. Eye. All right. Good eye. Over on that far sideline, too. Uh, that's a, yeah, that's hey. not easy to do. All right, got that one right. Strathaven starts at their own 24 with Sam Milligan as your quarterback. Halfbacks are Matt Schuler and Chase Barlow. Anthony Crawford is your fullback. We'll see Bob Fuscus as well. Tight ends are Mason Green and Nathan Perlman. When they use a split end, it's usually Nathan, uh, Aiden Sutherland. The center, Jack Beck, Nick Filios, and Ethan Barrar at guard. Ben Farabaugh and... Jake Millett are your tackles. Farabaugh missed this game back in week two. He missed the first six weeks with that ankle injury, but he's back. Panthers ready to go here. We'll get to the Tiger defense momentarily. From their own 24, moving right to left. Schuler wing to the left. They give it to Barlow on his first carry of the night. Not much doing, but he does power through one, two tackles. Still carrying people, and Barlow, forward progress, is going to get him out near the 30-yard line. What should have been a loss of two turns into gain of five. Yeah, at the, at the best, it should have been back to the line of scrimmage. Barlow, was uh, he was a horse uh, in that first game. He scored twice in the first three minutes and th- 47 seconds, and it was 14 nothing before Marple could blink and really had no answers for Chase as he went over 100 yards in those two scores for the night, and Matt Schuler was the, the weapon in the pass game. Here, second down and about five from the 29. Wing T look again with two tight ends off the right side. This is Crawford. He stood up quickly there by Mathis and friends. Maybe a yard or so for Anthony. It's going to bring up third down and about four. For the Tiger defense tonight, 
if they use four down linemen, it'll be Jimmy Halley, Nate, Nate Wynn, and, um, Damian Bosch, and Matt Cantwell. If they use a fifth down lineman, it'll be Andrew Curlin, who comes in and sort of a goal line look. In, uh, inside backers, Johnny Small and Owen Mathis and Jack Haggerty, uh, Eric McKee, uh, Cooper Conroy, Paul DeFruccio, and Ty John round out the secondary. Third down and about four. Milligan give off the left side. This is Crawford explosion in the secondary. First down and more. Running hard across the 45. Still carrying tacklers to the midfield. Stribe gain of 20 on the run for Crawford. And there was a huge offensive hole right up the center there. And there was just no touch. I don't think he got touched for the first 10 yards. How about that for a third and six play? Crawford rips off a bundle. His first week back was uh, last week against Upper Marion and uh, shared carries with, with Bob Fuscus. And again, Crawford off to a good start here. Ten men in the box for Marple here on first and ten from the midfield stripe. It's Barlow off the left side again. He shakes a tackle, it cuts back at the 40 and down to the 36. 14 more for Barlow. Panther run game has found its sea legs here. Yep. Yeah, this is something, we, you know, we talked about. Was it was it the running back capabilities for the Panthers, or was it, you know, just an effort that had to be increased for Marple Newton? And, and right now, it looks like it's all Panther. First and 10 from the Tiger, 36. Milligan walks in the play. They'll snap it from the near hash mark, moving right to left. We're at 6.15 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. Aiden Sutherland into the game, split to the right. On first down, Milligan gives to Crawford off the left side, turns the corner. He's going to lower the shoulder, dives across the 30, maybe down to the 27, 26. All right, Paul DeFruccio on the stop for the Tigers, but Crawford rips off eight more on first down. You know, second and two is always a great position to be in. There's so much you can do. Wouldn't surprise me. Uh, I know Clancy doesn't like to throw, but that wouldn't be a bad little move here. Yep. Second down and two here. You maybe take a shot and see if you can't back some people off the line of scrimmage a little bit. Matt Schuler in the backfield. Wing to the right is Barlow. On second down and two. Give on the quick hitter. This is Crawford up the middle for a few. He's going to have a first down before they stack him up. Market at the 25. And give the Panthers another chance to move the sticks. Nice work there by Crawford and the... Middle of the line to push the pile. Four carries for 32 yards for the fullback already. Clock continues to run. 5.24 and counting to play here in the opening quarter. The clock will restart. Milligan with a wing to the left is Matt Schuler. Nine in the box here. Two safeties high. Now they shift to sort of uh, wing to the right. And now this is Schuler first touch of the night. He's going to spin away from one man, but not another. Not much push on the right side of that line. Try to go back to his left and right into the arms of Matt Cantwell. He'll lose a couple back to the 27, maybe, 26-27. Call it uh, back of the 26. All right, so second down and 12 for the Panthers. Schuler with a monster game last week. Yeah, scoring and you, four you, times in... <laughs> you, you, could, you could see he was going to try to make something out of nothing, and he didn't realize that he was really surrounded. Good work there by the Tiger defense, stiffening a bit here. Tight end to the left is Mason Green. Split end to the right is Sutherland on second and 12. Milligan on the sweep to this near side. Barlow with blockers in front and ahead of steam. 15-10, cuts it back, and he will walk it on in. Chase Barlow takes it to the house from 26 out. And the Panthers 
On the board first with 4.22 to play in the opening quarter. Well, that was pretty dramatic. Mustang sweep comes up big right there. Barlow scored on his first touch back in week two. It took him three tries this time, but Chase has the Panthers up 6-0. Extra point upcoming here. Snap, spot, kick is on the way, and it is good. Shankweiler pokes it through. 7-0 Panthers, 4.22 to play here in the opening quarter. Stick with us. See if the Tigers can answer. Strathaven on the board first, right here on HavenFootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to High School Football right here on havenfootball.net. Chase Barlow's 18th rushing touchdown of the season has given the Panthers the early lead here at George L. King Field. 7-0 Strathaven over Marple Newtown with 4.22 to play here in the opening quarter. Caps a 76-yard scoring drive. Crawford and Barlow doing most of the work there on that opening drive. And kudos to the defense. Nate Perlman with that big sack on third down. Forced Marple Newtown to punt. All right, here's Charlie Shankweiler. Ready to kick it away again. Two Tigers awaiting at their 10-yard line. Shankweiler high, end-over-end kick. It's going to split everybody and right into the end zone again. (laughs) Nice work there. Two consecutive touchbacks there as went right between Conroy and McKee. And the Tigers, again, will start at their 20-yard line. So can't ask for much more from your kicker so far. A couple of quick updates. Unionville leads Academy Park 6-0. Garnet Valley and Central Bucks West tied at 7, and Ridley leads North Penn 7-0. All right. Ridley with a good start there. CB West, uh, their first touchdown was a 76-yard scoring pass. Uh, but Mar- but Garnet Valley has uh, come back to tie it over in Glen Mills. All right. Here, 7-0 Strathaven. Marple Newtown begins with their second possession of the evening at their 20-yard line. Bunch formation, two to the right. Motion man is McKee from left to right. They give it to him on the jet sweep. McKee trying to turn the corner, cuts it back, and he's going to run into Barlow and a few others, Fuscus as well. Takes it out to the 25, maybe 26-yard line here. So nice work there by McKee on the carry for a gain of six. Second down and four upcoming. Clock will be inside of four minutes as Bertolini brings in the play for the Tigers. 7-0 Strathaven. Tigers trying to answer here. Second down and four. Schumacher split to the near side. McKee slot to the left. Box on the right, on the left hip of Bertolini who's in the gun. They give it to Box. Nope, it's keeper for Bertolini and he's going nowhere. Jason Williams slams him down. He saw that coming. No gain on the play I think would be a, a generous spot. We'll see. But Jason Williams shed his block. It was one-on-one. If Jason doesn't get him, Bertolini's going a long way. There was a lot of room over there. Third down and four upcoming. Bertolini now three carries for eight yards. 
And uh, again, pretty good read. Everybody, understandably, he had a bunch of black jerseys uh, following Charlie Box there. Yep. And uh, that's the idea. A uh, bit on the fake, but nice work by Williams to make the stop on his own. Third down and four from the 26. Bertolini with three wide receivers, two to his left. And the lefty takes the snap, gives the box stretch play to that left side. Cuts it back, has a first down mm. car- yardage, and down across the 35 out to the 39. <laughs> Aiden Sutherland finally corrals him after a gain of 13 more. Good work by Charlie Box. And Nangle and Sutherland on the stop over near the far sideline. So good work there for the Tigers to give themselves a little breathing room and another couple of plays here. They'll snap it from their 39, first and 10. North Penn has found the end zone, 7-all. Plymouth Whitemarsh also just scored 65-yard interception. Do they lead Upper Dublin now? Yes, they lead 7-0. All right, two receivers to the left, one to the right for Bertolini. The lefty again gives on the stretch play to that left. Box trying to turn that left side. He's got speed and bangs his way on that far sideline. Near first down yardage, but a few yards short as he stepped out at about the 47. So call it a gain of maybe eight for Box and second down and two upcoming. Panthers will... Have to find a way to slow him down. Box was, uh, had nearly 100 yards when they met the first time and did find the end zone uh, once. But, you know, he's, he's going to get probably, if all goes well for the Tigers, he's probably going to get 25 to 30 touches tonight. Right. Whether they throw it to it and hand it to him or mix him in in the return game. So Panthers just trying to slow him down. He's the single setback this time. They give it to him one more time. Right up the middle box. Not much doing that time. Jason Williams again slams him backwards. He's going to be, we'll call it a gain of a yard maybe. Maybe a yard out to the 47-48. And now the uh, Tigers go hurry up here. Panthers have to line up quickly. Third and a yard from the 47. Bertolini on the keeper straight up the middle. He'll push the pile. Nice job from the interior line that time. Bosch and the center. Uh, sorry, number <laughs> just uh, read off the wrong sheet there. Bosch at guard and the center, Jake McGowan, get uh, Bertolini across midfield to the Panthers' 47 yard line. Gain of five on the play. And it brings up third down. I'm sorry, first down from the uh, Strathaven 47. All right. They're just, well, I don't know what they're waiting for. It's like taking an awful long time. Okay, well, went hurry up oh, uh, last time, and now they're. Break the huddle here with Cantwell to the tight end to the left. Two receivers to the right. Now three receivers to the right. Bertolini sends Small in motion. Back to pass, looking out to his right. Dumps it to the flat. Complete to Small, and Matt Schuler says hello. Drops him after a gain of maybe a couple. Oh, again, a generous spot. They're going to mark him all the way down to the 43. I, I don't know that he got across the 45, but okay. Call it a gain of three. Four, maybe. <laughs> Brings up second down and six. So small on the catch and a nice job by Schuler on the stop. Well, this is where Marple Newtown ran into trouble last time. They couldn't get to the first down, so we'll see how they do now. Second down and six. From the 44, McKee split to the right. Motion man is Brian Box. They give it to him on the jet sweep. He fumbles the football, scramble for it, and the freshman falls back on top of it, back near the original line of scrimmage. And, ooh. He barely got back to that ball. That ball was sitting there on the turf, but nobody in black and silver could could quite reach it. Brian Box does well to recover it, and it'll be third down and about 10 or 11 
when we come back to start the second quarter. A fast-moving first quarter, and the Panthers' offense starts fast as well. 7-0 Strathaven, Marple Newtown on the move when we come back on HavenFootball.net. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, from football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to second quarter action. First play of the second quarter upcoming. Third down and 11 here for the Tigers as they will move right to left here in the second quarter. Brian Carroll bringing you play-by-play. Mike Mayer doing the engineering color commentary and everything else on HavenFootball.net during the week. Uh, Andrew Kaufman with the stats and the spotting, and Pete Fulgenetti will hear from him at halftime as well. Third down and 11 from the Panther 47. Bertolini's in the gun. Box on his left hip, three receivers bunched to the right. They give it to Box, stretch play to that right side. Panthers try to stretch him out. He turns up field momentarily, but a wall of black jerseys there to meet him at the 45 gain of just a couple. Maybe fourth down and about seven or eight upcoming. All right. Yeah, now, this, this, this is an interesting question here. Your, your, your South Haven's 45. If you can't get the first down, you're really giving the ball to Haven on a very short field. Um, but it looks like they're going to go ahead and go for Well, what are they doing? He's talking to Coach Chris Gicking. Has Bertolini on that far sideline here. He looks here he like comes, he's going to yeah. jog in the play. Yep. All right, here we go. Big play. Clock is stopped momentarily. I don't know why the clock is uh, did he go out of bounds? Maybe yeah. he went out of bounds. Okay. All right. They said he stepped out on that far sideline. All right. Four wide receivers. Empty backfield here. Bertolini in the gun. Drops back. Looks. Has time. Fires down the seam. He goes. He's got big back. Cantwell. First down yardage and more. Cantwell went high to get it and tumbles down inside the 30 to the 27. Well executed. Well called play. There really wasn't. If he threw it high, which is what he did, even if he was better covered, there's not much you could do about it. So. 18 on the play. And good work there. I'll put it down to 26. First and 10 for the Tigers. A big fourth down conversion. And uh, some new life here as Cantwell, big target at six foot four, and uh, again, excellent job by the offensive line that time. No pressure on Bertolini to step into a throw. All right, wing to the right, and they run that way with Box on first down, and he's uh, dropped immediately. Ball came out late, but let's see. Charlie Box on the carry, and he looks uh, to be in bad shape on the far sideline. He Ooh. is not getting up. So Box tackled after a gain of a couple to the 24, and he is going to need uh, some help on that far sideline. They're going to have to bring in a replacement. It might be his younger brother, Brian, if they use a back here. Clock ticks in this second quarter. Second down and eight. Go ahead, Andrew. Quick update from the District District 1-4A final. Pottsgrove trails Shanahan 7-0. Okay. Here, 7-0 Strathaven, second down and eight for the Tigers from the Panthers, 24. Marple Newtown in business now. 
On first down, this is Brian Box. Give up the middle, and it gets maybe a couple before Bob Fuscus and, and Green wrap him up at about the 22-23. So a couple for the freshman who had a carry on the final play of the first quarter that uh, ended up on the turf. He did well to recover it, and Marple Newtown approaching field goal range as we speak, but of course they'd love to get more than three here. Charlie Box being helped to the bench on the far sideline, and we'll Oh boy. Keep an eye on that, but it does not look uh, promising at the moment. He uh, was injured in last week's game, came back into the game, and had a very nice second half in the win over Phoenixville, so the Tigers hoping for more of that soon. But third down and six, four wide receivers for Bertolini. Two to either side, he's back to pass, looking all sorts of time. Steps up in the pocket now, running out of time and running out of space. They've got him by the shirt tail. Fuskas drags him down, but he down. may have first down yeah. yards. He does. Down to the 14-yard line. Good work there by Fuskas and Green to wrap him up. But a gain down to the 14-yard line, gain of eight, and Bertolini has moved the chains again. He has been, aside from that sack, pretty effective so far, five carries for 24 yards. Haven's got to find an answer to this. I mean, obviously they were keying on box. That'll go away for a little while. But, you know, Marble's still moving the ball. All right, I formation dotted by the freshman Brian Box. Here's Bertolini. Gives to the tailback. This is Brian Box. Lowers the shoulder. Gets a few. And then there's a flag that comes in late. This is usually in the neighborhood of holding. Box stopped at the 10 uh, as Bob Fuscus wraps him up. But I think this one's going backwards. You're going to get a person. Oh, no. They got a face face mask. mask. All right. So you're going to end up with a first down and half the distance here. So the Panthers first penalty of the night. And now bringing the goal line package into the game here. So put it down at the 10. They're going to march it half the distance down to the 5. I think it's first and goal from the 5 here when they march it off. So pretty good uh, drive here for Marple Newtown as an answer for sure. So still five more yards to get to try to get this thing tied. Bertolini brings in the play. And they will march it down to the 5. First down. It should be... First and one from the five. Okay, here we go. Two receivers to the left. Tailback is Brian Box. He's going to cut inside, and he's into the arms of a couple of Strathaven tacklers there, Anthony Crawford and others. Now it'll be first and goal to go from the four. All right. Bach will continue to run. All right, put it down at the three. All right, so a little bit of an unusual... (laughs) Work there after the penalty, marching half the distance, but it didn't give them a first down. But here we go. Panthers now on their heels. First and goal to go from the three-yard line. Marple Newtown trailing 7-0, but trying to get it tied right here. Two receivers to the left. McKee is in the slot. I formation. Brian boxes your tailback. Bertolini under center. Juggles the snap, gives the box off the left side, and he's going nowhere. No, he stays on his feet and spins his way forward, but you're going to get a flag on the play on this near sideline. This may go backwards. We'll see. So box, Brian Box gets maybe a yard, but you're going to get illegal procedure, and it'll march back to the eight. My guess is the Panthers will say, yeah, back him up. I would think so. Give him another try at first down, but... Better from the eight rather than second and goal from the three. So they do move it back. Clock at 8.20 to go before halftime here. And Marple Newtown with a, again, very nice drive here. This started at their 20 after the touchback kickoff from 
Charlie Bonk, uh, from uh, Charlie Shankweiler, rather. So, talk about thrown into the fire. Brian Box, uh, just a freshman. He's seen some action, a lot of action at the JV level and a little bit here and there uh, at the varsity level, but he is the man alongside the quarterback in the backfield right now. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Bertolini is going to give it to Brian Box. He's going nowhere this time, maybe even loses a yard. We'll see. Shooting in from the back into the backfield is Chase Barlow. They'll drop him back at the nine for a loss on the play. Second and goal from the nine. Yeah, this does change the dynamics, obviously, for Marple Newtown without their key running back. Charlie Box, well over a thousand yards this year. He's he's chair back in. Charlie's going to come back into the game. Does not look to be in quite a hundred percent, but. Uh, Second down and four, second down and goal to go from the nine. Charlie Box in the backfield. Now he goes to the slot right. Empty backfield. Three wide receivers out to the right. Two to the left. Bertolini back to pass. Looking, has time. Steps pressure in his face, and it's complete for a touchdown. Strathaven wanted a timeout from the upstairs, but couldn't get it. And Eric McKee in for his fourth touchdown of the season, and it's Bertolini with the connection. And a chance to tie for the Tigers. That was, you know, that was just great playing all the way down. Haven kept bending and bending and bending. You can't bend that far at this level of of, uh, game and and expect to keep them out of the end zone. First catch of the night for McKee from nine yards out on the quick slant. And a chance to tie it here for Ty John. Ball snap, spot, kick is away. John is good just inside that right upright, and we are knotted at 7. 7.02 to play before halftime, and we've got a game, folks. Glad to be covering it here on havenfootball.net. See what the Panthers can do when they get the ball back in just a moment. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit. Or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you. Or PNC Home Insight, to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello everyone, I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. 7.02 7.02 to play before halftime, and Marple Newtown has this thing tied. A beautiful drive there, a big fourth down completion to Matt Cantwell. And David Bertolini with a hot start here. The sophomore is four out of four throwing it for 36 yards, including that score to Eric McKee, the senior. Caps that 80-yard scoring drive. All right, here we go. Ty John ready to kick it away. Matt Schuler awaits. And he will have a chance at it from the 10-yard line. Looking for a wedge up the middle. Schuler dances away from one man. Two men bounces outside, and here he goes. 40, 45, 50 down the near sideline. And they run him out of bounds. That's the kicker, Ty John, with a touchdown-saving tackle. And Nice talk tackle, about, too. Yeah, talk about tilting the field. Matt Schuler has them set up at the 38-yard line. A terrific return right there as he ran one back for 80 yards and a score a week ago. This one, not quite as far, but still. Give him 50 40 on this yeah. return. Yep, not bad at the 40-yard line. 
couple of quick updates. Plymouth White Marsh leads Upper Dublin 14-0. Central Bucks West leads Garnet Valley 14-7 after one. North Penn and Ridley tied at 14. All right. We're tied at seven here. Aiden Sutherland split end to the left. Wing left is Matt Schuler. Tight end to the left as well. And on first down, they give us Anthony Crawford. Room up the middle. He'll carry tacklers inside the 35 down to the 34. Nice tackle right there by Nate Wynn. And give Crawford six on his first down carry. So, good work there in the special teams for the Panthers in the return game. Schuler again, tilted that game the first, the opening kickoff of the second half last week for Schuler 80 yards and really put that game out of reach in round one. Here, he's given the Panthers a very good field position, second down and four from the 34. Sutherland Split to the left. Milligan turns, gives to Schuler, looking for a little room off the right side, and be just a few yards shy of the first down. Again, another stop there for Nathan Wynn. So gain of maybe a couple for Schuler on just his second carry of the evening. Third down and maybe call it a long two. Panthers will snap from the near hash. Sutherland out. Nate Perlman back in as a second tight end. They break the huddle with a wing tee. Sorry, just a tee formation. Left to right, it's Schuler, Crawford, and Barlow. Under center is Milligan. It's Crawford. Room off the right side. It'll carry a tackle. They've got him by the shirt tail. And the ball comes out late. Scooped up by Milligan following the play. And a big play by the junior. Whoa. Heads up following the play. I thought he was down when it came out. The referees thought otherwise. But ball stripped. But Milligan, excellent play to recover it and run it down to the 20-yard line. So, called a gain of eight, and then Milligan picks up the fumble, takes it another few. Panthers first and 10 at the 20. On at the edge of the red zone here. All right. T formation again. Milligan under center. Nine men in the box for Marple. And on the rollout, this is Milligan going to keep it himself. Cuts it back, spins his way for a few. Down to about the 15, or maybe 14 here. So Sam picks up six and brings up second down and four. Put it right on the 15. Nice work there. All right. No doubt that the Marble Newtown's defense is toughening up. They're not allowing the big play, and that's to their advantage, but they are giving up five yards at a time, which is not good. All right, Panthers is just their second possession of the night. There's just 445 to play here before halftime. Two tight ends. Wing T for Milligan on second down and four. From the 15, Barlow in motion. They give it to him off the left side and not much room. Good work there. Crashing in by John Small. And maybe just a couple for Barlow and brings up third down and about three. Let's see. Uh, maybe about the 12 or 13, I guess. They put it on that far hash. We'll keep you posted as we get other score updates from around District 1 in the playoffs, and the District 12 games are tomorrow. Lots of big games in the District 12 playoffs. Ridley now leading North Penn 21-14. All right, here, second down, sorry, third down and three. T formation again. And now you're going to get flags, and I think the Panthers, yep, they're going to turn this into third down and eight. Mm. So third and eight for the Panthers after the illegal shift. March yeah, Schuler moved. I wasn't too sure whether he was up and then moved forward again. Of course, you can't do that. Okay. So. 
So the Panthers back to about the 18-yard line. Sutherland checks in. Green checks out on third down and eight. Panthers have yet to put it in the air. 103 rushing yards here in the early going. Clock continues to melt on this first half. Strathaven will get the ball to start the third quarter, but looking for points here. Sutherland, split end to the near side, and they fire the quick hitch to him. He's got it. He turns up field. He's going to be just shy of the 10. Just a couple yards shy of the first down. Nice tackle by number 17, Joey uh, Yukonavich. And it's going to bring up fourth down and two. So Sutherland, his first catch in a couple of weeks, gains six and gives the Panthers an option here on fourth down and about three. They're going to go for it. Fourth and two, Milligan under center. Turns, gives, oh, doesn't give. Pushes on the right side. Spins in, out of trouble, and he's going to take it in. Sam Milligan from the 12, looked to be stopped at the line, got a push from his buddy Crawford, bounced it outside, and Milligan has given the Panthers their second lead of the night. And that, that was one of the stranger plays I have ever seen in 20 years of broadcasting. He looked dead to rights there. Oh, boy, terrible. A, one guy had him by the ankle, stepped out of it, and nobody was out on the edge there to contain. All right, here's Shankweiler for the extra point. Ball spotted, kick is away, and good. 14-7. Wow, Panthers answer, answer quickly. Now can the defense get a stop before halftime? Tiger's going to try to get it in the end zone again when we come back on HavenFootball.net. High school basketball season is just around the corner, and DelcoHoops.com will be bringing you all the excitement and thrills of another season of Delaware County High School Hoops. We follow all the teams in Delco, and we pick our free Game of the Week broadcast to bring you the best live games right on the Internet. We feature the best teams and the best games right through the PIAA championships. If you love high school basketball, you've got to check us out at DelcoHoops.com. High school basketball never sounded so good. Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers here. Keep listening to high school football right here on HavenFootball.net. Panthers cash in on a short field, a 40-yard drive after Matt Schuler's terrific kick return. And on fourth and two, Sam Milligan scores his fourth rushing touchdown of the year. Boy, he was bunched up. He was not going to get that first down <laughs> going up the middle, but bounced it outside, got some help from his backs pushing him. And Milligan takes it in for a 14-7 Strathaven lead. Now, can Marple answer? Charlie Box stands deep alongside of Eric McKee in kick return formation. Here's Shankweiler ready to kick it away. Pooch kick this time. It's going to angle towards Luster. He's going to get on the back pedal at the 21-yard line. Up the near hash, and he's going to run into a few tacklers and is slung down at the 35-yard line. Nice work there by Fuskas on the stop. And Marple Newtown's offense, they are clicking. You know, again, had to punt it away on their first possession, but David Bertolini, four out of four, throwing it. Charlie Box with 51 yards. Brian Box with five. And Bertolini's had some timely runs as well. A couple of quick updates. Upper Dublin now on the board, 14-7. And Unionville leads Academy Park 13-0. Hmm. All right, here we go. Four wide receivers for Bertolini. And a tight end to the right. Empty backfield. 
Motion man is Charlie Box. And they, nope, it's Berlini going to keep it up the middle. He's going to dance away from one man momentarily, but Barlow hangs on until he gets help from Fuscus and Green. I'm sorry, and Milligan, rather. After a gain of maybe two. So good work by the Panther defense collapsing quickly. I'll be surprised if uh, Tigers don't go to the air here. They have the ability. Of course, it's a little scary because the Panthers are going to be looking for it. But that's a way they can make up ground. I'm not too sure they can march this ball without a great uh, maybe Charlie Box run. But they've got just about two minutes to go. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Box in the backfield who, alongside of Bernalini in the gun. They go with a toss play to Box, and a p- pitch handled well by Box. Boy, that pitch almost mm. went backwards over his head, and he still turns it into a five-yard run after the 43. Right. Nice work right there by Box. That could have been disastrous with Ben Farball lurking in the backfield there. All right, Ben's going to check out, and not a good sign there uh, as he's hobbled a bit. Ethan Barrar checks back in on the defensive line. So, 144 and counting to play here before halftime. Third down and almost five. Bertolini barks out the shotgun count. Gives off the right side. This is Box, and he's got himself out to the midfield stripe. Down to the 48, 49 maybe. First down yardage. On a gain of nine more for Box. Nine carries for 60 yards. All right. Fresh set of downs here. Marple Newtown still with two timeouts in their pocket. Clock melting on them. One eighteen and counting to play before halftime. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Bertolini and Box in the backfield. Motion man is McKee. They fake into McKee and give to Box. Up the middle he goes and still on his mm. feet. Wow, he... Sheds tackles. The Panthers have to get three, four hats on him to pull him down. And a gain of maybe five or six more to the Panther 43. Third down and four. Clock ticks. 53 seconds. 52 seconds. They break the huddle quickly. Three wide, four wide receivers now. Two to either side. Bernalini back. Looks. Fires out to the right side. It's high and making the leaping catch near first down yards, but just a little bit short. Sam Milligan with the tackle on a nice stop as the first catch of the night for Brian Bogan. Picks up three, brings up third down and one. Clock, uh, and now they go hurry up here. Hurry up, third down, clock is stopped here, and it's Bertolini pushing the pile. I don't think he's getting there. Nate Perlman stuffs him. Great job by the middle of the line. Jason Williams stopping him, and then Perlman crashes in to wrap him up. No gain on the play, and now Marple calls timeout with just 29 seconds left, looking at fourth down and one. Fourth down and one. It's hard to believe anybody can stop a fourth down and one in high school. It happens occasionally. just happened now, but not a fourth and one. It was a three and one. So uh, we'll see how they handle this. This is, you know, it's, it's a good play to, to make. Um, Pete thinks they should throw it. I think you got to go for the first down and, and be sure. Well, uh, yeah, Pete's saying you got with 30 seconds left. Yeah. I- you know, what are you doing? you got to throw it. If you miss it, then you miss it. But. Uh, you know, you still have one timeout. You still have some clock management. You can do some hurry-up offenses. I think you got to worry about that first down because, of course, the pass, the problem is if it's not complete, you're done. Well, we'll see what they come up with. Coach Gicking is uh, oh, has the dilemmas been, uh, of being a coach. He's yeah. been creative. Uh, we've seen that for, for eight years now. He'll, yep. he'll come up with something here and, here and there that will surprise. So maybe this is the chance to do it. Andrew, go ahead. Update from the Coatesville game. They lead 7 nothing. Over after Perk. over Park Valley, Valley after one. Okay. 
All right, here, 29 seconds to play before halftime. Strathaven up 14-7, fourth and one for the Tigers from the Strathaven 40. They line up with Bertolini under center. Single setback is Box. They toss play to the right side. Box looking for running room. He's got a first down, picks up maybe four or five. We'll see. And down to the 35. So they'll give him six. And the clock will stop momentarily to reset the chains. Tigers line up quickly here. From the Haven 35, they set up two wide receivers to either side. Bertolini with 17 seconds, back to pass, looking, steps up, and running out of room and time, steps up again, does fire back across his body, incomplete. Dangerous throw, but McKee went down to the turf, and and thankfully for the Tigers, nobody in sight for the uh, Panthers. So incomplete it goes, 10.9 seconds left on the game clock here before halftime. First miss of the night for Bertolini, outstanding coverage. Uh, still pretty good amount of time to throw it. He stepped up in the pocket. The pressure eventually got home, but boy, Panthers uh, had five receivers to cover in the pattern. And right, and seemed to be covering them. Did a good job there. So Bertolini with second and 10 now from the 35. And, uh, oh, Tigers just broke the huddle with 12 men, but and now you're going to get timeout Strathaven to talk things over. All right, we'll take a short timeout with them. Come back to see if the Panthers can hold off the Tigers for 10.9 more seconds. We're coming up on halftime at havenfootball.net. Every year, nearly 6,000 teenagers go out for a drive and never come back. Just talking to them can change that. The Allstate Parent Teen Driving Contract can help. Get yours from an Allstate agent. It's time to make the world a better place to drive. It's Allstate Stand. Are you in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at havenfootball.net. All right, 10 seconds to play here before halftime. Marple Newtown will snap it from the Strathaven 40. I'm sorry, from the 35. Three wide receivers to the right, two to the left. Box comes in motion. Back is Bertolini looking, steps up in the pocket, has a little time, dances away, fires back across his body. Complete. This is McKee, who is wrapped up inside the 15. Clock will stop momentarily with .6 seconds left. And is that uh, that's the last? Did they call timeout? Okay, timeout, Coach Kicking. They did get the timeout with .6 seconds remaining on the clock. They're going to have one crack at it from the 15. Wow, gain of 20 on the play. Good time management. And the Panthers will need to come up with one more They stop. didn't get a timeout. I think. Well, no, they must have. Oh, okay, yeah. Oh, they're going to go for the field goal here. All right. All right, so Ty John on for the, ex- for the field goal from about 32 yards out. Cooper Conroy to hold, trying to cut the Panther lead to 14-10. 32-yard field goal upcoming, and again, the Panthers, uh, I'm sorry, the Tigers, with this is their, they got one extra possession this, uh, this half. Trying to cash in right here. Conroy to hold, John on for a 32-yard attempt. Snap. Spot. Kick is away. It is long enough, and it is good. Wow. How about that for the Tigers? Nice. Punching one through. 
on the final play of the first half, 14-10. Terrific drive there for Marple Newtown. Stalled on their first one, but got points on their next two, and we have ourselves a game. 14-10, Strathaven on top at halftime, and we will be back in a few moments. Thanks again to our fantastic sponsors for keeping us going all year on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. Your car is probably your second biggest investment, and AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961, and they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Selling or buying a home is serious business, and for serious business the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610-368-6641. You probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome to the At The Half Halftime Report with Mike Mayer, Pete Folgenetti, and Statman Andrew Kaufman. Tonight's report is sponsored by Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Okay, welcome back to George L. King Field, where it's Strathaven 14, Marple Newtown 10 on a last-second field, last field goal in the first half. Uh, we got a bit of a barn burner. I think a few of us, I know I'm a little surprised by how close this game is. What's been your observations? Well, I, I can tell you one thing. This Wait a second. We gotta get there up. we go. Not, Sorry. There we go. Get the sound on. So yeah, we had, that, we had you plugged in. This, this is a up. much, much improved team than we played back in around the Labor Day weekend. I think we played them when we won like 41 to 13. But this is a different team. They're very, uh, they're, they're just sharper and uh, they're running the ball well. Haven's been moving the ball too. It's not like the Haven hasn't been doing it. But this is a, just a really good game with two evenly matched teams. And like we always say at halftime, when you, whoever gets a second-half kickoff has a great advantage. Now, Haven has a four-point lead, and they will receive the kickoff. Right. So it's an utmost importance to come down and score because if they don't turn turn it over, right. a four-point lead, uh, this will become a very uh, well, tough screen. If we look at the first half, you know, they stopped Marple Newtown once. They, 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 you know, they got the field goal rather than the touchdown. So, so far they've kind of, you know, taken away a, a, probably a good – 
you know, 10, 10 points from them. Uh, 11, 11 point, points. 10, 11 yeah. points, somewhere so, there. Um, you know, so that's if they continue to play like that, they should be in good shape. But I, I think you're right, Pete. They've shown a much better ability to slow us down, if not to stop us. And of course, we're having trouble stopping them. They've got the touchdown. We haven't got forced the them points. to punt yet, have we? Once. Did they punt? Once. Okay. They punted on their first possession. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Okay. So that, and that's and they showed no points for that. So you know, that's that's part of the advantage that that Haven has, but. You know, you're going into the second half. Of course, Box is, is apparently hurt. He hurt his, his leg, but he certainly seems to be doing just he's great. Ama- he's an amazing athlete. I mean, I saw him limp off the field, limp on the field, and then the next play he runs 12 yards around the end like a sprinter. Yeah, right. So, I mean, uh, he's tough. He's so, tough. you know, somebody once said to me that he's the only way Mr. Box is not showing up is if he's in a box. If he's dead, he's going <laughs> to play no matter what happens. And I believe him. I mean, the short of the bone sticking out of his leg or something. He's going to be in there. And even then he might say, just tape it up, I'll do it. But in any event. Um, so, yeah, your observations, Andrew? You've been watching this. Yeah, it's been a very tightly contested game between both sides. Stats are pretty even. Strathaven 115 yards on the ground. Marple Newtown 106. 20 yards through the air for Marple Newtown. Strathaven's just put the ball in the air the one time. They completed that for six yards. Right. So total yards are 121 to 164. But Marple has had the ball for nearly – they've run twice as many plays as Strathaven. Right. They've run 32 to Strathaven's 15. Of course, when you have a possession that they had and they had a punt, that was a yeah. pretty good lengthy possession. Yeah, they had a good and possession they- there before they punted. That ate up some plays, and they had the extra possession at the end of the half. So you add in another Strathaven possession, you're looking at probably somewhere between 25 to 30 plays for Strathaven if they had that third possession. Right. So then you're looking at a pretty even stat course, line then, in terms of plays. And then Schuler ran that ball back down to the 36 yeah. or 37, whatever so, it was. Maybe so you didn't need field. nearly as many plays right. on that second drive that Strathaven ran. And plus right. Strathaven, with, with the big gains they've had, they've scored quicker. So yeah. If you score quicker, you use Obviously. You don't need as many. Yeah, and you, you right, look so, at the yards per so, play, it's, so, a, it's so, a little over eight yards a play for Strathaven to Marple's five. So if you're Haven... Just go out there and pound the ball like you always do. You just got to keep doing what you're doing because they're, they're not stopping the run. Just continue. Control the ball. Use six to seven minutes. Score. Make it uh, make it 21-10. And hope for and a stop And then play some. Right. And then if you could hold them on one drive, get the ball back, and score one more time. Of course, if, if, if. But if yeah. you do that, you, you probably win this game. But if, if they come out and they uh, go three and out or, or, or maybe two sets and at the punt, you're only up four, and giving him the ball with box, box running the way is, it could be a real scary second half. Yep, yep. could go that this way. Is, this is an excellent playoff game. Yep, so far it's been it's been just great. So, all right, what do we want to talk about? I don't know that I want to talk about the Eagles, but, <laughs> but do you want to? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, um, is there anything else we can talk about? <laughs> we, we got more time to go, guys. We got 14 <laughs> minutes till the half is over. Half you know what? Over. I want to talk about... Number zero on the Philadelphia 76ers. His name is Tyrese, Tyrese Maxey. Maxey. This, this kid's 21 years old, and he's, they're playing without him. Now, they did lose a couple of games this week, but yes. Adam B. But this kid, the last two games have scored over 30 points. He's running the point. He's shooting like crazy. He drives the lane. He's a superstar in the making. He's this only this is what you want in a point guard. It's Not what whatever want. Ben Simmons is. Well, Ben Simmons, uh, that's, he doesn't even exist. But, uh, but, but this guy here, 
he's amazing. He's at 21, and he's only going to get better. He, he's a very talented yeah, player. Yeah, he's a very talented player. And, you know, when he came out of Kentucky, uh, the head coach over there, uh, I, his name, you know, you know the head coach of Kentucky, he said, John this guy Calipari. is special. This, yeah, Calipari. This kid's special. He's very special. And you can't keep him out of the gym. They say the other day they came home from a road trip, and Danny Green saw him 6 a.m. going into the gym to practice. He took the ball out of his hand. He says, kid, go home and get some rest. That's what you want to see out of a basketball, a, yeah. out of a professional uh, when player. When you're 21, but you're yeah. right. You do have to pace yourself when you're yeah. a pro. But he's an amazing athlete. And I, I just, you know, for all the things we talk about, the Eagles, or, you know, they do this. This kid is exciting. You want to see someone that's committed to improving. And that's what you're seeing out of Tyrese Maxey. And I haven't seen that out of a Philadelphia athlete in a while. No, he's playing like like Iverson. Now, he's only played a few games second year, but he's playing like an Allen Iverson. And he's All starting right. to get recognized throughout the league. So keep that in mind. As far as the Eagles go, Mike, I don't know what to say. You know, uh, they're going to come out Sunday, uh, run the ball, and they're probably going to score 14 to 17 points and lose by 10. Well, they pl- they pl- I thought they played a pretty good game against... The Chargers last weekend. The defense can't stop the, anybody. The defense can't stop anybody. But, and I'm, I, I've had debates about this with friends, and it's like, is it? Do you put it more on Jonathan Gannon and the well, defense they, he's running? Well, they fire the defensive coordinator where, where they're playing right. this soft coverage, or do you put it on Howie Roseman and not giving the defense any players? Well, I think a little bit of both. If, if you see their defense, their, the corners, uh, Andrew, yeah. the corners. It was four. It was like third and four. They're playing. They're playing twelve yards back. They're, they're playing five you, yards off the line. So if you give me twelve yards, I can complete that pass. Yeah, well, Mike can't, but I can. You, you look it, at you look at some of the quarterback legs, numbers <laughs> that they're putting up. Some of these quarterbacks, they're just league average quarterbacks. Well, Derek Carr completed ninety yeah. percent of his passes. Yeah. The last the last play of the game, I think, is just symptomatic. Not the field goal, but the one before yeah. that. They jet, all, all they wanted to do is move the ball a little bit more forward if they could. Now, the Eagles know that. And rather than go into a goal line, rather than do something that says, let's stuff, we know we're not going to go outside on this because they, they want to set up in the center of the field. So, And they're not going to pass it because they're afraid to lose the ball. So we're just going to run it up the middle. Now, that's not a brilliant brain surgeon decision to make. No. So you play a, a goal line defense or something. Even though you're you not on the goal it. line, you're stuck. Right. You, you, so only, you, stuff you only the need to protect a couple of yards of space. And what did we play? You played, played soft a basic, a, ba- a basic four man down. And, yeah, the, and they ran right up the middle. That and got defensive 12 coordinator, yards. Gannon. Like, surprise, surprise. He, he's just that, that's what's going to happen when you give a professional team like the Chargers all that space through the middle of the field. Their offensive line is going to mi- most likely push your guys off the ball. They're adding a couple extra big guys because that's exactly what they want to do. They want to move the ball right. a couple yards forward, get the first down, drain even and, more and clock. So they took, they took a, what could have been a little bit more involved of a field goal and made it a chip shot for this guy. Yeah. And I but, said, I said that's just... But, on, it, but on offense, I'd like to give Devontae Smith credit. It, it, he's a star in the making. He, he'd have more yards if he had a a if more he had a better court, more yeah, accurate more quarterback. Because I mean, I saw some plays, I, and I tried to focus on him. If he was in a screen, he's wide open. They don't get he, him the ball. He is one of the best route runners he in is. the NFL, at, and he's just a rookie. Is he's that because he's, they can't see him? Is that because uh, they can see him? They, they, well, if, if they Jalen see him, Jalen Hurts when he rolls he, to the he right, he doesn't have the confidence. He, when he rolls to the right, 
He never throws back to the left side of the field. So the defense is shifting that way because they know the ball's never going to go to the left. Okay. So they, they shift it to the right. Well, when you're rolling right, you don't want to throw all the way across your body yeah, to the far a, side of the field. You, if there's an open receiver, you can do that. But, but you're in the NFL. You've got to be. You may not be your most favorite throw. It may not be your most favorite situation. You've got to be able to make all the throws. But you've got to be able... To make because otherwise the, the NFL you know teams they're, will start. They're going to gonna cheat. adapt. You see, you could see you could see in Jalen Hurts the first the first start he had when nobody was expecting him after they benched cars after the Packers game. You saw that in the Packers game and that first start after that game last year, and you saw that game one this year when teams didn't have film on him and what he what they were the Eagles were wanting to do. They couldn't really stop it. Now they have film, right. week two and beyond well, this year. Well, they've been able to stop what the Eagles want to do for the most part. Well, and, and, and that's why it's very difficult to, to really ascertain whether rookies uh, are really going to be a force in the NFL because get some film on them, let the patterns develop, and see how other teams treat them and whether they can adjust from, from the pattern they created. And, and, and if you they see what, can't, they're probably finished. You see what Devontae Smith's been able to do. They, they're getting more and more film on Devontae Smith. He's still getting open. They Defensives know, know yeah. how they want to attack Devontae Smith. Devontae Smith is adapting his game right. to make sure that he can be able to make a play when the ball comes his way. Mike, I, I saw a video on Devontae Smith. Before each game, he studies his opponent's defensive backs. He knows their tendencies. He knows how to lean on them to push off. He's doing things that a five to ten year veteran knows how to do, and he's a rookie. He's going to be he's going to be a super player for years to come. But it, but the Eagles need more players like him before they're going to be a good team. The, All right. the one position I think the Eagles, as usual, as I've said many times, they need to invest in a quarterback, whether that be. A trade for a Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers this offseason, whether that be going up to get a guy in the draft, Malik Willis, Matt Corral, one of the big guys, Kenny Pickett from college. That's what they need to do this offseason. They need to figure out the quarterback position because if you don't have a quarterback, you aren't going to be competitive in this league. Okay. We'll leave it at that. In the meantime, score here is Strathaven 14, Marple Newtown 10. And yes, it's been that close to a game. Uh, Strathaven's been on top, but, you know, they're going to get the ball in the beginning of the second half, and if they don't score, that could make this a real tight situation. So we're going to go to a commercial break. We'll be back for the beginning of the second half. In just a few minutes, you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit. Or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you. Or PNC Home Insight, to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. 
probably have a deductible of $500 on your car insurance. Why shouldn't it shrink each year you drive safely? Allstate thinks it should, down to nothing. Can you afford not to be in good hands? Your local Allstate agent is Steve Taub in media. Give him a call at 610-566-3500 for all your insurance needs. Welcome back to the second half of tonight's Strathaven football game. Tonight's sponsors are the Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper, true local coverage of Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding neighborhoods. Published since 1893. Steve Tobbs, Allstate Insurance and Media. Auto Home and Life. You're in good hands with Allstate. The Delaware County Daily Times. All high school sports every day. If it happens in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. AMF Auto Clinic, taking care of your cars since 1961. Located in Brookhaven on Edgemont Avenue. PNC Bank Branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore, your friendly neighborhood bank. Make today the day. Sandy McCauley at Berkshire Hathaway Home Services and Media. Give her a call when buying or selling your home. Now back to the second half with Brian Carroll, Pete Folginetti, Andrew Kaufman, and Mike Mayer. Welcome back to George L. King Field, Strathaven 14, Marple Newtown 10 at half. And, uh, again, much closer game as may be expected, you know, than, than week two. Uh, as, again, you've had a, a young Marple Newtown team that uh, now has really nine more weeks of football under their belt and certainly playing very good up, uh, good football up front. The offensive line uh, has you know, helped Marple Newtown to the tune of 164 total yards through the first half uh, to Strathaven's 121 total yards of offense. Of course, Strathaven got a big kick return for a short field and one fewer possession. But, uh, again, ultimately it's an even game. Ten first downs for Marble, just six for Strathaven. It all lines up to an evenly played game with one more team uh, having one extra possession. So that uh, stop on uh, the opening drive of the game for the Panther defense is the only defensive stop for either team uh, thus far. So, with that being said, we're going to take a quick look around the other brackets again tonight. Uh, the winner of this game will take on the winner of Unionville versus Academy Park. Unionville, the three seed, Academy Park on the road is the six seed. Unionville leading 13 nothing at halftime. Uh, so the Knights having some trouble out there on Route 82. Staying in 5A, we are still awaiting uh, a score update from Kennett versus Ruston. Uh, that's the one seed uh, at home tonight, the Ruston Golden Knights at 9-1, and one, uh, trying to hold serve against Kennett. They shut them out uh, earlier in the season, uh, but Ruston and Kennett were still hoping to get a score update. Uh, on the Also on the other side of the bracket, um, Plymouth White Marsh, the five seed at Upper Dublin tonight. Well, game being played at Wissahickon with Upper Dublin's uh, field still um, you know, in worse for the wear after Hurricane Ida. But Ply- Plymouth White Marsh leading Upper Dublin 14-7. So it was 14-0. Upper Dublin did score uh, in the second quarter to cut that lead in half. So we'll keep a close eye on the other side of that. In 6A, uh, Garnet Valley, uh, per Matt Smith, played its worst quarter of football <laughs> to open the game. Uh, all as, as that he's seen all season, but uh, bounced back in a big way in the second quarter. They lead 21-13 at halftime. Shane Reynolds with 129 yards and two touchdowns already, and they've just reached halftime there. Uh, Garnet Valley, as that one seed, uh, will take on the winner of Downingtown East and Quakertown. 
uh, next week. I say Garnet Valley, should they hold on? If CB West, it could be CB West. But that side of the bracket will take on the winner of Quakertown versus Downingtown East. That's the four versus five game, and they are tied at 21 at halftime. So uh, undefeated Quakertown. Uh, on the road tonight as the five seed, but they are knotted with Downingtown East, tied at 21 over there. On the other side of the 6A bracket, third seed of Coatesville holding serve at home. They lead 21-6 over number six, Perky Omen Valley. And then the perhaps upset in the making, uh, really the only game right now where the lower-seeded team is, uh, well, significantly lower-seeded team is in the lead, Ridley uh, with a 28-21 lead over North Penn at the moment. So, Mike, you and I broadcasted a game up there when uh, Ridley went in to, uh, to North Penn years ago as a heavy underdog in 2009. This is going back quite wow. a ways. Uh, and Ridley went in there and just physically beat up the Knights and uh, and advanced all the way to the state semifinal where they lost to LaSalle. Uh, we played. I, we, we, we did we the did, LaSalle we game, too. We did that one, yeah. yeah. We did that one at uh, Charlie Martin Field in, at, uh, in the Northeast. That game... We had over 5,000 listeners for yes, that one. It was, yes. uh, it was pretty incredible. But that Ridley team in 09 was a lot of fun, and this one uh, has been scoring points left and right and uh, having no trouble scoring on North Penn, the two-seed, so far tonight. So we'll keep an eye on those games as well. Here, Strathaven will get the football back to start the second half and see if they can keep that offense rolling. They were 2-for-2 two two on putting it in the end zone in the first half, and we'll see what... Uh, Oh, they're they're, they're, they're going to have to, I, I think, continue. I mean, there's there's two things that Avon has to do. They have to obviously continue to move the ball and score and take up clock, and they've got to put at least one more stop on Marple Newtown possession. I think if as as long as Haven is continuing to score on each possession, which you know is a big ask, but if you know they have the capability and they can stop Marple Newtown one time, that you know they've they've basically. I don't want to say they've cheated, but they've cheated Marple Newtown, and they're not cheating, obviously. But they've been able to stop Marple Newtown on on their first possession, and then one of the other possessions forced a a field goal rather than a touchdown. And that's the difference in the game. So they've got to continue with that. As Pete pointed out, you know, if Haven goes down the field or or has a very short possession on this first possession and doesn't score and turns the ball over, Marple Newtown's in great shape to take the lead on this thing. Because so far, we haven't seen a whole lot of stopping from, from Strathaven. Bertolini is 6 out of 7, throwing it for 58 yards and a touchdown. Very efficient so far for the sophomore. He was 19 out of 29, but uh, turned it over twice back in week two. And the Panthers hoping to uh, maybe get some more pressure up front. They do have one sack on the uh, evening thus far. but um, And a couple of close ones. Yeah, they've been close uh, and, and had decent pressure at other moments, but Bernalini's run it uh, reasonably well tonight, too, picking up 24 yards and a couple of first downs in his seven carries. We have a halftime score. North Penn and Ridley are now tied at 28. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. The Knights uh, trying to keep that record unblemished at 11-0, and and what a lot of people thought early on as the brackets were released, well, it's just going to be North Penn and, and Garnet Valley in the final. Well, mm-hmm. not so uh, fast, says uh, Ridley tonight <laughs> yep. so far, and not so fast as Coachville, who's gotten awfully hot over the last month as a three seed, and uh, hey, that's why they play the games, right? That, All right. You got that, it. That Ridley-North Penn game, that's 24 minutes to find a winner. Yep. And say that's, well, that's tied along with the Downingtown East and Quakertown game, also tied at half. So a lot of close games tonight, and uh, it's what we want to see here in the quarterfinal round of the playoffs here in District 1. All right. 
Ty John has it teed and are ready to start this second half. Panthers have to be careful, perhaps for an onside kick or some kind of trickery. Schuler flanked by Austin Connor and Chase Barlow await at the five-yard line. John, end over and kick's going to come to Barlow, who catches at full speed at the 19-yard line up the near sideline. He's going to shed one tackle, two tackles, carrying tacklers across the 40, out to the 43-yard line. Good work, Chase Barlow. Rips off 24 on the kick return, and the Panthers will start out near the midfield stripe. They'll put it down at the 43-yard line. Good field position here for the Panthers, moving left to right as we start the third quarter. All right. Milligan brings in the play. Anthony Crawford checks out at fullback. Barlow to fullback at the moment. Wing to the right is Austin Connor. Matt Schuler in the backfield as well. Connor motions, and they go with a toss play to the left side. This is Barlow trying to turn the corner. He's got, they've got him by the shirt tail, and they string him out after a gain of maybe still picked up maybe four or five over there. Yep. Big roar from the far sideline, and you look up and say, well, he still <laughs> took it all the way to the 47, brings up second down and five. Well, but he four. didn't turn a corner. Had he turned the corner, yep. uh, he might still been running. Barlow had the first touchdown of the evening for the Panthers on a 26-yard run. He's up to 49 yards rushing here on just four carries. Wing to the left this time is Matt Schuler. Second down and six. And the Panthers flinched. Mm. Looked like a little bit of a delay on the snap that time, and it's going to turn it backwards to uh, second down and 11. Panthers with a couple of costly pre-snap penalties so far tonight. Second 11 feels very different than uh, second and six and Coach Clancy sends in Aiden Sutherland as the split ends. Mason Green will check out for the moment. These are the kind of penalties that are just drive killers. We'll see what they can do with it, but it's tough. 11-02, 11-01 and counting to play here as we start this third quarter. Sutherland, split end to the right. Eight men in the box there for the Tigers, and on a delay, nothing doing. Nothing doing there as uh, nice work there. Bosch cl- crashing through in the backfield back to the 41-yard line, and the Panthers gaining, seeding uh, some momentum here. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> and uh, you can tell, you can look at the Marple Newtown sideline. They are really getting excited. They know, as we've talked about, if they can stop the Panthers and get the ball back, they got a real shot to take the lead here. Third and about 12 from the 41-yard line. The Panthers send Sutherland split end to the left. Wing to the left is Schuler. Still nine men in the box here for Marple. On the play fake, back to pass Milligan. Runs away from one man. Eyes on downfield, and that looks like a holding penalty. Milligan's going to scramble for about seven or eight yards, and then you're going to get a late flag after the play. All right, so this may, be off- costly. this may offset. This would have been short of a first down. It would have been a holding penalty that pushed them back, but you're going to end up with a late hit out of bounds against Marple Newtown. You might get third and 12 all over again here. We'll see. See what they drum up. So at this point, it's uh, going to talk things over. The holding penalty is all the way back at the 32-yard line, which means you'd be going back 10 yards from there, but then 15 yards on the personal foul. So... If they march it up, it's still going to be, I believe, an automatic first down for the penalty for the flag. But they're probably going to go 10 backwards, 15 forward, and the Panthers to the 40 uh, will have the first, the first down, down. Right, right. I think is how it'll go. 
All right, so you're going to get a holding penalty from the 22. Personal foul. So you're going to march it to the 30. I think you're going to put it down at the 37 when it's all said and done. And the question is, is it still a first down? Is it an automatic first down for the penalty, for the uh, personal foul? So, okay. The officials... (laughs) And Coach Clancy's just got uh, Milligan here on the sideline just saying, look, we're not calling a play until they sort this thing out. And then you're going to repeat third down. Repeat third okay, down. So okay, so still it's, it's a lo- essentially a loss on the play for the Panthers. Right. Because with holding being a spot foul, it's still going to be third down. And Coach Clancy's uh, <laughs> still asking about this. So third and about 15 or 16 here. But uh, all right. Here we go. <laughs> So Either got, way, not an auspicious beginning here for the right. Panthers as uh, Milligan with that scramble without the holding penalty, you know, which, again, maybe with that, with, if he doesn't, uh, he may not have gotten away if it was a hold right. uh, back there. But either way, Panthers now have to execute on third and 16 or get somewhere close, perhaps. Wing to the left is Schuler, Split end to the left is Sutherland. Back to pass is Milligan. Has time. Has a man out there. He's got Schuler nope. incomplete. Overshoots him. Pretty good coverage there from uh, McKee. And uh, the Tigers' sideline rightfully fired up over there. The Panthers going to have to come up with a big-time stop on defense. Well, first thing you got to get is a good punt off. Yep. So Milligan will stand back there to punt it. Evan Menneker on to snap. Cooper Conroy will await for the Tigers somewhere around the 30-yard line. And a three and out for the Panthers. Not what they wanted coming out of the halftime locker room, especially after giving up points just before half. All right, they're now, missing a player. Now, now you're missing a player. They, they might have to come up with a time. Okay, now Barlow's going to come in as uh, a, a, got a five seconds. All right, they've got to snap it quickly here. Manneker, ready to go to Milligan here. The snap is a good one. He lets it go. Wobbling kick, angling towards Conroy, and it's going to take a Strathaven bounce inside the 30 and is down there at the 25. So good work there by the punter, Sam Milligan, with 38 on the punt, no return. Long field here for the Tigers at their own 25-yard line, but they have an 80-yard scoring drive to their credit already tonight. They have, uh, (laughs) again, piled up. Nice yardage here. And again, after three and out for the Panthers and really negative yardage on that opening drive. All sorts of momentum here, perhaps, for Marple Newtown, even though they trail right now 14-10. All right, so here we go. Bertolini has the offense ready to go. Two receivers to either side. Tight end to the right as well. Empty backfield. Bertolini... Back to pass. Looking. Fires the quick out here. Complete to Schumacher. He's going to be wrestled out of bounds by Barlow and Milligan. Two wrestlers push him out at about the 32-yard line. Still pickup of seven for Schumacher on his first grab of the night. And Bertolini stays hot. Seven out of eight now throwing it. Yeah, and, you know, Marble can do this all day long. If, if, if Haven's not going to be a little more aggressive on their coverage, they, you know, they can't give up seven yards per play, obviously, so they're going to have to make some adjustments. Or perhaps uh, send some extra pressure. You send a fifth guy in there, blitz from somewhere, or who knows. But Bertolini with four wide receivers again, two to either side. Box on his right hip on second down and about three. They give it to Box looking for him off the left side, and he's going nowhere. Maybe even loses a yard here. Excellent job there by Perlman. 
and Green. Chase Barlow helping to fill as well. No gain on the play, maybe, and well, still third down and about two. Yep. All right. Now can can Haven figure out a way to, to do the same thing twice in a row? Or get a push them backwards, perhaps. Yeah. Marple Newtown's been uh, good on third down tonight. They've been good on fourth down tonight. Here, third down and almost three. Bertolini gives the box. Stretch play to the right side. Follows his blockers well. Crawford's got him wrapped up and shy of the first down. Excellent lateral yep. pursuit by Anthony Crawford. Box is going to be a yard or two short. I'm going to call it no gain here. It's fourth and two and decision time for Coach Gicken. I don't know how this can be a decision. I mean, you know, you do not want to turn the ball over to Haven at this stage of the game. You well, had a whole game to play in front of you. Here they go. I think yeah, they're going to go, gonna for, go it. for it. Yep. Wow. Fourth yep. down You're and two. Right. Here comes Bertolini. Wow. 8.37 and counting to play here. In uh, the third quarter. First thing he tried to do is draw him offside. Yeah, I look think. for the hard count here yep. for Bertolini. He's going to be in the gun. Three wide receivers. Box on his left hip. And Bertolini on fourth down and almost three. Hard count. Still hard count. Nothing doing, and I think this may be a decoy here. Bertolini still in the gun. They reset box, and then they're going to take the five-yard penalty and punt it away. All right. Good discipline from the Panther defense, and more importantly, huge stops there by Barlow, Perlman, and Crawford on those second and third down plays. The way this game is going, that could be a play of the game. Oh, my goodness. I mean, this could actually change the tide right here. All right. Tigers will punt it away for the second time tonight. Both teams Trading three and outs to start this second half. Fourth and seven. Snap is a good one. The punt is away. Wobbling kick. It's going to be Schuler from his 33. Juggles it, but has room up the left hash mark, and he's going to push his way across the 45, and out near midfield goes Matt Schuler. Excellent field position again for the Panthers, and Schuler doing the job getting them set up. 14 yards on the return, and the Panther offense trying to <laughs> maybe shake off those halftime cobwebs after an uninspiring opening drive of this second half. All right. Panthers to try it again. First and 10 from the 48. Wing T, Schuler to the left, Barlow and Crawford in the backfield, two tight ends in front of Milligan. It's Crawford off the right side. He'll bang his way across midfield, out and down to the 46-yard line. Gain of eight for Crawford on first down, or six rather on for Crawford on first down. Yeah, just powerful, powerful running. I mean, he hits that hole so hard. I would not want to be standing there. Well, I, it's this stage of my life, I wouldn't want to be going near it. But seven carries. I'm as a defender back when I was a kid. All right, Crawford in the backfield again. Wing to the left is Schuler. They give it to Schuler on this Mustang sweep. Has a blocker in front and speed down the near sideline. 40, 35, cuts it back at the 20, cuts it back again, spinning his way inside the 10 and down to the 8-yard line goes Matt Schuler. He is amazing. He's just terrific. 38 on the run for Schuler, and the Panthers are set up first and goal to go. Leading by four, trying to make this a two-score game. His ability to plant a foot and change direction is so disarming to the defenders. They just, they literally go to grab him, and he's gone. That's the first big run of the night for Schuler out of the offense. He's in the backfield, and they give it to Crawford instead off the right side, and there to meet him quickly is Nathan Wynn. Gain of maybe two or three as Schumacher and Wynn converge quickly. 
Nice work there by the and, and Marple Mil- defense. And Milgan, I think, got stepped on or got his foot, you know, stepped on when he went to, to the half because he was leaping up to, to try to get that handoff. That was almost a broken play. Second and goal from the five. Panthers needing points here with 6.35 to play here in the third. Perlman tight end to the left. Green to the right. Wing right is Barlow. Give is to Schuler off the right side with a huge hole, and he will cruise on in. How about Millett and Ethan Barrar just opening a six-lane highway for Schuler to take it on in? 6.24 to play, and what a job by the offensive line. Schuler in from the five, 20 to 10 extra point pending. Well, that was the drive we were looking for in the first possession, but we'll take it on the second. All right. Shankweiler on for the extra point. Milligan will spot it. Menneker's snap is a good one. Kick is away, and it is good. Shankweiler three for three. Panthers have three touchdowns tonight and an 11-point lead with 6.24 to play here in the third. Stick with us. Be back in just a moment. You're listening live to high school football playoff action on havenfootball.net. Your car is probably your second biggest investment. And AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven wants to keep that investment in tip-top shape. AMF Auto Clinic has been maintaining automobiles since 1961. And they take pride in their work and in keeping your car in perfect running order. From inspections to general maintenance and repair, you can trust your auto investment to AMF Auto Clinic in Brookhaven. Call for an appointment today at 610-872-2167. Hello everyone, I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to High School Football right here on HavenFootball.net. Matt Schuler got the punt return to get him near midfield, and then a beautiful 38-yard run to get him inside the 10, and he takes it in for another rushing touchdown, his 13th of the season. This one in from the 5, and the Panthers lead it now 21-10 to 10, midway through this third quarter, a 53-yard scoring drive. For the silver and black. Charlie Shankweiler has it teed. We'll see what he decides to do here. Is this will be a sort of a short pooch kick or he'll try to send it deep. It is a short angled pooch kick. It's going to come down at the 30-yard line. And this will be McKee looking, I'm sorry, Conroy looking for a little bit of running room and finding none of it. That is Chase Barlow flying down the field with no gain on the return. Maybe a yard for Conroy if they put it down at the 31. Excellent coverage for the Panthers. Excellent kick from Shankweiler to hang it up there and give his coverage guys a chance at it. So Matt Schuler in the first half, two carries for zero yards. Got hot there in this third quarter. He's up to 51 yards now on five carries, including that touchdown. All right, here we go. The offense for the Tigers back on the field. Double, uh, sorry, wing to the left. Three wide receivers, and on the counter, this is Charlie Box looking for room off the right side, bounces it outside, still on his feet, down the far sideline, and stretches it for an 11-yard run out to the 41-yard line. Nice work there by Box, just hiding behind his blockers. Runs low to the ground. He's super strong, kind of in his core and and legs there. And Box, with another big gain, they're going to put it down at the 42. And he is piling up some yards now. Go ahead, Andrew. 
update from Unionville Academy Park. Academy Park scores 13-8. All right, here we go. Three wide receivers, two to the left, one to the right for Bertolini on first and ten. Give Nope, keeping himself. Bertolini's going to try to turn the corner, and absolutely not, says Mason Green. They may lose a yard there. As uh, faked it to the box, kept it himself. He's made excellent decisions most of the night. That time, just got to give credit to the defense. Green with a big play. Yep, makes he, it second down and ten. He was just sitting there waiting for him. All right. So, Charlie Box now 85 yards on 15 carries. He's in the backfield alongside of Bertolini on second and ten. Marple from their own 42. Two wide receivers to the left, one to the right. Bertolini takes the shotgun snap, fires out to the right side, complete to McKee, and he's going to be bumped out of bounds on that far sideline by Sam Milligan after a short gain. Brings up third down and maybe four. Gain of six on the play for McKee on his third catch of the evening. So, again, Bertolini very efficient tonight. He's eight out of nine, throwing it 71 yards. But, uh, again, Panthers for the most part... You know, have avoided the big play. Most of the... Oh, pa- wish uh, you hadn't uh, said that. Yeah, you're right. You're right. That's, that's the curse. <laughs> it's it's going to be 21-17 any second now. <laughs> All right, see if the Panthers can prove me wrong. So on uh, second down and four, it's McKee again. He gives ground, and Barlow's going to stop Ooh. him short of the first down. Yep. So he gave made the catch, gave a little ground there to try to get away from Milligan, and then Barlow there to help. It's going to turn this into fourth and one at the Panther 49. All right, so a gain of just three from the key. And fourth and one upcoming here. Now on Strathaven side of the field, I'd be stunned if they're not <laughs> calling a play this time. Last time on fourth and short on their side oh, of the yeah. field, you know, tried to just draw them offside. Wouldn't shock me to see a quarterback sneak up yep. here. Here's Bertolini. Turns, gives the box. He's going to push the pile for... Mm, Ooh, that's going to be He's close. got it. I, I think he has it, <laughs> but good push from the Strathaven defense. That was... Oh, they uh, gave him the first Yeah, they got it. I mean, he gets a yard and not much else. And uh, a little slow to get up, but seems to be okay. All right, gain of of a couple. All right. From the 47, here's the Panthers. Defense on their heels just a little bit here as Marple trying to cut into an 11-point deficit. 4.30 to go here in the third. Motion man is McKee from right to left. Bertolini rolls to his left, eyes downfield that way. Looks, fires on the run, high and incomplete. Looking for Schumacher on this near sideline. Matt Schuler in coverage, but that one a little too tall for anyone on this field. And brings up second down and 10 from the 47. All right, we'll try to keep you posted if there are score changes elsewhere here. 21-10, Strathaven leading Marple Newtown. And what you got? 21-7 Plymouth White Marsh early over. third quarter out of the half over Upper Dublin. Okay, wow. PW trying to go to 10-1. and one. Here, Marple Newtown with a second and 10 from the Haven 47. Motion man is Bogan, and now you've got flags. You've got two men in motion. Box on the run down the far sideline, but I think this one's coming back. He's bumped out of bounds inside the 30, but you're going to get... You're going to get two men in motion here and back them up to second down and 15. So, all right. That's a shame for Marple Newtown. They had uh, Box running to the weak side there. Had the Panthers off guard. That was very well blocked. Instead, second down and 15. 
bad break for the Tigers and a mistake pre-snap. We've seen both teams hurt themselves tonight yep. with pre-snap penalties. And this turns it now to second and 15. and Just a, another crack at it here for the Tigers from their own 48. 4-13 to play here in the third. Strathaven leading 21-10. And Strathaven really wants a stop here because that will really put the advantage to Strathaven. All right, here we go. Three wide receivers to the left. One to the, two to the right. Empty backfield here for Bertolini. They send box in motion. And back is Bertolini looking, firing down the seam. Has the man out there. It's McKee and knocked oh. away by Nangle. Oh, McKee had his mitts on it, and Nangle came flying in to knock it loose. Little uh, collision there. Nangle and Sutherland uh, both a little gimpy coming up, but big play by the juniors, Chase, Chase Nangle to break up that pass because McKee had uh, a first down and more down that hash mark. He's going to stay in, huh? I would... Yeah, it was a nice, that was a terrific throw there from Bertolini. He really just, was. Uh, and right I thought Nagel was going to come up with it. I thought he was close yep. enough to where he could have grabbed it. But All right. Panthers, uh, you know, in looking at, at film and so forth, the Tigers don't take many deep shots down the field. Most of their throws are... You know, in seven that, yards, five yards. Yeah, yard, most right, of them right. in there, and then really the large majority, about twelve yards or less. But there they took their shot, almost came up with it. All right, four wide, re- five wide receivers now for Bertolini. Third and fifteen. Motion man is box. He's in the gun and rolling to his left, looking throwback screen, little bubble to McKee, who's going to be wrapped up by Barlow. They read it beautifully. I love the play call, but the Panthers were ready for it. Roll to the left, throw back to the right and Chase Barlow read it beautifully all the way back to the 44 yard line, it'll turn it to 4th and 19 and the punt team comes on Boy, that was that was just a great play you know, we, we have several defensive plays yes, that could be do. play of the game tonight Absolutely Alright Punt is on, Matt Schuler stands deep alongside of Nangle, this is Schuler's going to catch the line drive kick at the 22 looking for running room, comes up the, to the near side still on his feet, across 25 cuts back inside and it crawls his way out to the 37 yard line nice tackle there by number 27, Gavin Boyce for the Tigers but uh, here are the Panthers now with 319 to play in the third, leading by 11, would love to put together a, a clock chewing oh, yeah. drive here from their 36 yard line and Looking to stretch the lead a bit here. Two stops for the defense here in this third quarter has, uh, has been big. Three stops, really. All right. Give us to Crawford on first down off the left side. And lots of running room. Up the middle he goes. Midfield, 45-40. Needs a block and gets it. Cuts inside. Breaks another tackle. He's at the 20. Still on his feet. Crawford will bang his way down to the five. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, there's the play of the game. Well, making up for lost time, Crawford missed some time in the last several weeks. And my goodness, they're going to take it down. Oh, they're going to say he stepped they out step at the 12. To the 12. Okay, yeah. all right, back to the 12. Still outstanding work from Anthony Crawford. 52 on the carry. And the Panthers set up now in the red zone again. First and 10 from the 12. Crawford with 102 yards rushing now on just nine carries. Here's Milligan to Barlow off the left side. He cuts it back. All sorts of daylight on the cutback. Touchdown, Panthers. 
Barlow in from the 13, his second score of the night, and the Panthers' offensive line starting to exert their will. 2.59 to go here in the third. Barlow, I said he had clock-chewing drive. Well, so yeah, much not so that. much. Yeah, so that's much okay. That. We'll Crawford take the points and, over the clock-chewing. Crawford and Barlow <laughs> on two plays cover 66 yards. All right, snap is a good one. Ball spotted, kick is away, and good. Strathaven up 28-10. to 10. Panthers starting to roar here. In this third quarter, trying to get Marple Newtown off their backs for a second time this year. Stick with us. Be back in just a moment. You're listening live to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. This broadcast is copyrighted by HavenFootball.net for the private use of our listening audience. Any other use or reproduction of this broadcast without HavenFootball.net's consent is prohibited. Hi, everyone. This is Greg Murphy from the Phillies broadcast team, where high school football never sounded so good, right here at havenfootball.net. We asked for a a clock-chewing scoring drive, and uh, the two backfield guys said, well, why wait? (laughs) 52 yards for Crawford down to to the 13, and Barlow takes it the rest of the way on his next touch. Chase's second touchdown of the evening, his 19th of the season on the ground. And the Panthers now in control, 28-10, to 10, with 2.59 to play here in the third. But, hey, Marble Newtown can score some points. They still have some dangerous players uh, with the ball in their hands and have to be careful. Here's Shankweiler. He's going to kick it away. Sends one deep. It'll be fielded at the goal line and is a touchback. Wow. Right. Great work there by Charlie. Third touchback of the night has essentially neutral, neutralized the return game as uh, Charlie Box. Was, uh, I'm sorry, that was McKee, actually, looking for a chance to run it back. A couple of quick updates. Uh, Upper Dublin cuts the lead 21-14 on Plymouth White Marsh. Academy Park now leads Unionville 14-13. Garnet Valley up 28-13 on Central Box West as well. North Penn also leads Ridley now 35-28, early right. third quarter. We'll keep a close eye on that Academy Park game. If, uh, if Academy Park knocks off Union, well, I mean, the winner of that could be coming here next week. Yep. If the Panthers can hold on. <laughs> All right, still a long way to go, and Marple Newtown with five wide receivers. They spread everybody out. Motion man is boxing back to pass as Bertolini. Looks, dumps underneath. It's complete on a shallow cross. Crawford wraps up the receiver quickly, and it'll be, let's see, see where they spot this. Out near the 30. They might give him a first down here. Complete to Johnny Small. Nope, second. It'll be second down and one. Give Small nine on his third catch of the evening. Bertolini, 11 out of 14, throwing it for 79 yards now. He breaks the huddle with two wide receivers to his left. Three to the right. They'll snap from their own 29. Bertolini sends box in motion and now looking off to his right. Fires underneath again. Quick uh, hitter. It's complete and pushing his way out near the 40-yard line on the far sideline. We'll see. That looks like small again. And uh, Barlow on the tackle. Chase Barlow is up to 14 tackles already. Wow. We still have time left in the third quarter. He has been a man possessed on defense. And to give you a guide, we normally don't see guys with more than eight or nine per game, and that's that's well, the kind of heavy. Give uh, credit to the 
uh, Marple offense as well. The Panther defense has been on the field a whole lot longer yeah. than usual tonight. All right, here we go. Bertolini, three wide receivers to the left, two to the right. Box in motion towards the quarterback. Fires to the right again. It's another another completion of small. Barlow again rides him out of bounds. Panthers playing bend but don't break here, and it'll be, uh, you know, six, seven yards at a time here, and small piling up some yardage. They're now. really playing for Mar- Marple Newtown to make a mistake. Incomplete pass, maybe an interception, fumble. They're just saying, look, you want to gain five, six on us right now? Fine. Take the time. You know, maybe you can score again, but... Uh, you know, we're, we're too far ahead now. Marple efficient right now, though, throwing it near the sidelines, getting the clock stopped and ripping off yards here and second down and three. Three, three receivers to the left, two to the right again. Bertolini again looking off to his right. Say, we're going to keep throwing this, and he'll complete it again. McKee cuts inside, and then that's Milligan who wraps him up, but not before he picks up the 43-yard line of the Panthers. Gain of, call it nine more, for McKee on his sixth catch of the evening. So, up-tempo now, no huddle. Three receivers to the left, two to the right for Bertolini again. Out of the no huddle, looking to his right. Now under pressure, fires back, and incomplete. Oh, lurking was Matt Schuler. Yep. Fuscus in the neighborhood as well. They tried to hit box here in the left flat. And, and, and Bertolini had to check it off because the, yeah. he wanted to throw to the right. There was nobody open. He looked to his left and threw an okay pass. It really wasn't intended. I think it was more to get rid of it. He was under pressure. That's the other good news. You know, the front four are starting to make their inroads now into the pressure on passes. Uh, at this stage of the game, you would think Marple Newtown's going to go ahead and uh, run the ball at least once or twice to see if they can pull the, the Panthers off of their, their pass routes, or, well, their defensive pass routes. All right, 151 to play here in the third. Clock is stopped after the incomplete pass. Again, empty backfield for the sophomore Bertolini. Three receivers to his left. He's looking that way on second down and 10. Steps up in the pocket. Steps away from pressure. Eyes still downfield. Throws back over the middle. It's complete here to Bogan, and he is going to be... Ball came loose. Scramble for it. Let's see. Panthers think they have it. There's a fight on the field for it. Let's see. Uh, Bogan, is there any signal? Who has it? Nope, they're going to say, no, he said he got it back. I thought he did Either get it. Either got it back or they called him down. Yeah, I didn't Bogan see that. did get it back. All right, so to the 33-yard line, gain of 10 on the second catch of the night for Bogan. Nice work there. Panthers forcing the fumble, but excellent fight there for Bogan to keep it in the Tigers' possession here with 125 and counting to play in the third. Three wide receivers to the left. Two to the, I'm uh, sorry, three to the right, two to the left. Bertolini again in the gun. From the 33, he's back to pass. Looking all sorts of time. Over the middle goes. It's deflected and nearly intercepted. Fuska's got a hand on it. Matt Schuler was ooh, licking his chops. He needed that, uh, needed that to hang in the air another half second. Incomplete instead. Yeah, that you know the, the Panthers are hoping to wear down Marple Newtown and basically saying, "Look, you keep throwing, you're not going to keep doing this all night long. I, we know you can't do it all night long, and that's what their assumption is. They're, so they're going to play him soft, make sure there's not the big burn play that they lose. Uh, you know the, where Marple Newtown gains and gets in for a score, and if they can march down the field, you know seven yards at a time, they'll take it. But they think they're going to be able to stop them. Panther pass rushers have to go deep in the gas tank here. <laughs> pass rush over and over again. Four wide to the left, one to the right. 
In the gun is Bertolini. He's going to roll to that left side. Looking. Fires into the left flat. It's complete. Schuler slings down the man after a short gain. Is that Bogan? Let's see. Stand up, young man. We can yep. see your number. There 15, it is. Yep. Bogan again on the catch. They drop him at about the 26-yard line. And brings up third and about third four. Third and four or five. Yep. And this okay. is definitely four-down territory. I don't think they will try another field goal. I don't think that's worth it to them at this stage of the game. They're about to bleed into the fourth quarter here. We've got about 40 seconds and counting. All right. Third down. And call it four. Four wide receivers to the right. One to the left is McKee. Back is Bertolini. Fires to the right flat. It's complete the box. They step Ooh. up, and he makes a man miss. Cuts it back into the secondary. He goes. Steps his way down to the 15-yard line. Gain of 11 for Box th- and a Tiger first down. I thought they had that covered pretty well. I thought they saw the screen coming again. We're going to drop him, but obviously there was room. They're going to reset the chains, and the Tigers will be ready to snap it immediately. They go no huddle here. Clock ticking. 20 seconds to play here in the third. Box in motion to the left. They go that way, and they got him. They swirl. Oh. He stepped away from it. Amazing. Bertolini down the far sideline. He's going to tumble his way into the end zone. Oh, oh they, had back. Him, they had him wrapped up for a sack. Three Panthers had him, and Bertolini ducked under it. A Houdini act takes it in. From the 13, what a job by the sophomore. Like the Houdini act that they saw on the other end when uh, um, when Milligan charged in on, on the uh, when yeah, they had him stop. So point. I guess both quarterbacks, return, return the favor. Both quarterbacks have had uh, magical plays here and rushing touchdowns to their credit now. 28-16 to 16 is your score. And it looks like they'll keep the offense on the field to go for two. Try to get this to a 10-point game. Yep. All right, so Marple breaks the huddle with McKee split to the far side, Bogan to the near side. Two receivers in the left slot, Box in the right slot. Empty backfield here for Bertolini. Box comes in motion to the left. Back, and now you're going to get a flag, whistle, whistle, and a timeout. Strathaven, all right. Strathaven calls timeout with nine seconds to play here in the third. Stick with us. We'll be back in just a moment. Thanks again to our sponsors for keeping us rolling every week on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Welcome back to George L. King Field. Nine seconds to play here in the third. Marple Newtown has just scored to make it 28-16 and now looks to be lining up for a two-point conversion. Quick updates from elsewhere. Ridley now on top of North Penn, 42-35. And Pottsgrove gets on the board 27-6. Garnet Valley leads Central Bucks West 34-13. Two and a half to go in the third quarter there. All right, here's Marple with a two-point try upcoming, or so we think. Yep, okay, they've got the offense on the field. With nine seconds to play here in the third quarter. Bertolini under center. Full house backfield. They've got extra linemen. They're going to fake it. And Bertolini's going to roll to his left. Fire to the end zone. Swatted away by Milligan. Two-point try. And Sam Milligan says no. Had to climb up. Pretty tall uh, pass catcher there in Cantwell. 
But nice work by Milligan to swat it away. We'll keep it right here okay. with just nine seconds to go, see if the Panthers can come up with something uh, big on the kick return. But 28-16 is where the score will stay at the moment. And uh, with just nine seconds to go here in the third, we'll try to keep you posted on <laughs> scores elsewhere. But don't want to get too far away from this one. This has been fun. Back and forth we've gone. So another 80-yard scoring drive for the Tigers. Their second 80-yard drive of the evening. And, uh, and the Panthers' defense will have to look at that. And, again, usually it's bend but don't break. Right. It's bend. We'll take the, let them have those five, six-yard outs. Yeah. But Bertolini's been very effective, 17 out of 22 throwing it. And uh, they'll take those small chunks at a time and have cashed in when they've gotten close. All right. Ty John on for the kickoff, and the Panthers are going to switch sides here with their return team. Be aware for an onside kick, perhaps. Schuler and Barlow await the kickoff. It is a squib kick. It's going to come through the hands of Austin Connor. Scramble for it, and Nate Harrington smartly grabs it and falls on it at the 28-yard line. Good, smart football from the senior right there. Just get the offense back on the field with 2.8 seconds to play here in the third, and the Panthers... Again, in need of a of a long scoring drive, or at least a a, a, a lot of eating the clock to give yeah. uh, Marple Newtown very little. They, you know, Marple Newtown is down by two scores. So, all right. So Milligan will get what's likely one snap here before they switch sides of the field, and two point eight seconds to go here in the third. Mason Green tight end to the right, Perlman to the left, Barlow and. Crawford in the backfield. Wing left is Matt Schuler, and the give is to Barlow. Off that left side, lots of running room. Explodes! 40, 50, 40. Chase will go 75 yards to the house. Why wait, says Barlow. We don't need the fourth quarter. Let's use those last two seconds of the third. And Barlow, and what a job by the left side of that line. The Tiger defense is uh, starting to leak a bit. Oh, boy, that was a huge hole. And there was no, you know, when you play nine up front, they get past the nine, there's nobody in the backfield, and that's all it was. Nothing but green. That was a huge, and that was possibly a nail in the coffin for Marple Newtown. That that was a tough play to give up with two seconds left in the half, in the quarter. So Barlow has scored on his last two touches. Ball spotted on the extra point. Kick is away. Shankweiler's five for five. As we've come to the end of the third quarter, the Panthers pounce again. Stick with us. We'll be back for fourth quarter action when we come back on HavenFootball.net. Selling or buying a home is serious business. And for serious business, the key to your success is to work with an experienced agent. Sandy McCulley has almost 20 years of real estate experience and is a seller representative specialist, as well as a certified residential specialist. Sandy specializes in both Delaware and Chester County real estate. Sandy conveniently works out of the Media Berkshire Hathaway Home Marketing Center in Media. Let Sandy's experience be your advantage in today's multifaceted real estate market. Give Sandy a call at 610 368 This is Keith Jackson reminding you you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Welcome back to fourth quarter action. We're ready to start here with Brian Carroll on play-by-play. Mike Mayer doing the extra 
doing everything else. Whatever here I'm with, doing. Uh, whatever you're doing. You're t- <laughs> sending the Twitter updates. You've got the color commentary and everything else. And Pete Fulgenetti, Andrew Coffin with the stats and spotting. 35-16 for the Panthers. Leading here at home after Chase Barlow's third touchdown of the evening. 75 yards. The Panthers have two backs over 100 yards now. And uh, Matt Schuler uh, not far behind. But uh, here we go with Charlie Shankweiler ready to kick it away to start the fourth quarter. Tigers await and ready to move left to right. Shankweiler over on the far hash. Steps into it and booms one. High end over and kick. This will be McKee with a chance to return it from the three. Up the left hash. Cuts towards that far sideline. Has a lane and then is wrapped up as he crosses the 30. Give him the 34-yard line. Austin Connor and Anthony Crawford in on the stop. So good work right there for the Panther coverage team. And a nice return for McKee as the Tigers set up at the 35, I believe, or 34. Let's see. Put it at the 34-yard line with 11.50-52 to play here in regulation. Three third-quarter touchdowns. I mean, gosh, Mike, the, the, the opening drive for the Panthers in the third quarter could not have been uglier. Yep. And then their next three possessions, they score in you know with very little resistance. But here we are, 35-16 Strathaven, trying to melt the final 11.52 off the regulation clock here and advance to the semifinals. Tigers have something to say about it. Two receivers to either side. Shotgun look for Bertolini. Box motions to the near sideline. Rolling to his right. Bertolini under heavy pressure. And Perlman's got him again. Down he goes inside the 30-yard line. Nate Perlman saying, hey, (laughs) he and Matt Schuller are uh, (laughs) looking for a high five and a hug, and they finally meet up there. But they'll drop him for a loss of six on the play. Well, that, you know, again. That, that's what happens when you get behind. Now you start turning the defensive line loose, and it can get to be ugly. Perlman, the strongest of the Panthers, and he's got. He's going to have to be. He's got. He's given up almost a hundred pounds in, or I'll call it seventy pounds in front of him. All right, third, second down and sixteen. Bertolini fires on the near sideline. Good work by Schumacher to pick it off the shoe tops. Nice catch there, but a good tackle there by Milligan to drop him. And they pick up maybe four or five out back to the 33. Second, I'm sorry, third down and 11. Okay. So, nice catch. Schumacher's second catch of the evening. Third down and long. Third and 11 upcoming here for the Tigers. Strathaven, perhaps. Looking to turn the pass rushers loose again. I don't know. Third and 11, it's going to... I mean, they can certainly run it and, and get that kind of yardage. I don't yeah. know how Box is feeling. Yeah, I mean, if Box is, is feeling well, but again, you're empty backfield. You don't have many options unless it's jet sweep or perhaps a, a screen. All right. All right, here we go. Back to pass Bertolini. Looking, has time. Pressure coming. He's going to tuck it and run. Up the, to the 40-yard line, he's run out of bounds. And we'll see where they Ooh, spot it. He's awfully close. close to a first down. I think Good he's got eye. it. Yeah, I think he's got I it, think too. He, give him the 44-yard line. They're going to move the sticks, and it's 11 yards for Bertolini, and they do just that. Good work right there for the sophomore who's scrambled out of trouble a few times tonight. Yep, including a touchdown. Yep. All right. Quick update from Academy Park. Unionville Academy Park now up 22-13, six, six minutes to go in that Who's game. Up? 
Academy Park leads Unionville okay. 22 to 13. Wow. Could be the Knights uh, coming this way. Yep, they trailed 13 nothing at halftime, now 22 unanswered so far for Coach Jason Vosheski in Academy Park. Here, first down and 10. From the 44, Bertolini's back to pass. Looking under heavy pressure again. Nate Perlman's got him. Nope. Oh, come on. Green missed him. Perlman missed him. He's still looking for trouble. Now they got him. <laughs> Loss of a yard. <laughs> Good second, third effort there from Perlman. I'm sorry for my, oh, come on. But he was just slipping these tackles so effectively. And it, it's hard to watch when, you know, when you're rooting for the other team, which I shouldn't be doing so much. So, in any event, I, I apologize to the front. But he was just an absolute Houdini in that. I, I tell you, it's got to be fatiguing for him. Is he down now? Yeah, when second no. and 11. You've got a, and they're going to have to call a, an injury timeout. Bertolini oh. works for the wear. Uh, and we're going to take a short time out and hope that he is okay. Coach Kicking in the offense will have uh, some thoughts, uh, something to think about here at 2nd and 11 when we come back. Stick with us. Strathaven leading big, 35-16, 9.35 to go. Nobody covers the Delaware County high school sports scene like the Delaware County Daily Times. No matter what the season or the type of sport, football to soccer to lacrosse to wrestling to track to basketball and baseball, virtually every high school sport for every high school in the Delaware County. For complete coverage of today's games, pick up your copy of the Delaware County Daily Times wherever newspapers are sold or go online at www.delcotimes.com. If it happened in Delaware County, it's in the Delaware County Daily Times. Hey fans, this is Todd Lights, public address announcer for the Los Angeles Dodgers, and you are listening to High School Football right here at HavenFootball.net. All right, still uh, dealing with an injury issue here for Marple Newtown as we uh, hope for the best here for sophomore quarterback David Bernalini. Andrew, you have a couple of score updates. Yeah, Plymouth White Marsh now up on Upper Dublin, 28-14, to early fourth quarter. Big turnover for Academy Park on the ensuing Unionville possession. They've got the ball now, late for, middle of the fourth quarter there. Uh, another quick update. We finally do have an update from top-seeded Ruston hosting Kennett tonight, 34-21, with just four minutes to play. Uh, that is Ruston on top. Okay. So the one seed, Westchester Ruston, leading 34-21 over Kennett, uh, late in the fourth, and hopefully, uh, if you're a Knights fan, they're going to get another home game next week uh, and it looks to be at the moment like it would be Plymouth White Marsh taking a trip out to uh, out to Westchester so all right Bertolini off under his own power and into the game is Brian Bogan as your quarterback and we'll see how they line up for him this is box on his right hip three wide receivers to the left Brian Bogan in the shotgun and give is the box stretch play to the left side, cuts it back, and the uh, Panthers are waiting for him. Excellent job in the second half here, and guess who? Nate Perlman yet again. He has been absolutely unblockable here in the second half. The uh, just no answers. The Tigers have had no answers for 85 tonight, and Mason Green on the other end has been fantastic as well. Yeah, we've got we've got Nate for eight tackles, three sacks, and three tackles for a loss. I mean. Yep. Not a bad night for one work, for one for one evening's work. Eight thirty-four and counting to play here in the fourth quarter. Third down and ten. Backup quarterback Brian Bogan in the shotgun. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. 
Back to pass, rolling to his left, steps up. He's firing deep down the field, has a man out there, but it's going to be intercepted by Aiden Sutherland, who goes high in the air and falls down with it at the 20. Well, good throw there from Bogan to air it out and take the shot downfield to box, but... It's as good as a punt, quite yeah. frankly. Yep, but nice work there on the second interception of the yep. season for Aiden Sutherland, and the Panthers take over at their own 21-yard line. 8-15 to play here in regulation. Tiger defense bent three times, or broke, I should say, three times in that third quarter to the Panther running game, and let's see what they can come up with here. Schuler in the backfield with Crawford. Wing to the left is Barlow. Give us to Schuler with room off the right side momentarily. Closes quickly. Nice job by the Tiger defense that time. Stopping Schuler for maybe no gain. Yep. All right, second down and 10 upcoming, but the clock very much in the Panthers' favor here. They will take their time walking in each play with 7.50 and counting to play here in the fourth. Quakertown leading Downingtown East 35-21 at the end of the third, and they look like they're heading to Garnet Valley next week. We'll get to that score in a moment. Second down and 10 here. Give on the sweep is to Schuler with room and a blocker in front. Cuts it back and makes a man miss. Pushes the pile for, I believe, first down yardage. It'll be very out close. Out near the tw- uh, 30-yard line. Uh, they're going to mark him back. Uh, right we'll see. see. It's going to be awfully close here. You're going to have third and inches or first down. We'll see. Yeah, third and one. Let's see. Okay. Wow. So, Eric McKee on the stop for Marple Newtown. Third down and less than a yard upcoming here for Sam Milligan and the Panther offense. Seven minutes to go here in the fourth. Garnet Valley leading 34-13 over CB West would host Quakertown next Friday if uh, those two scores hold. Here, Milligan on third down and inches. Give us to Crawford. He's got not much room. They crash in quickly. Nice work by Wynn. Ooh, he might and, not have made uh, it. He I may don't think not. He He's awfully close. Oh, they, and, yep, they are going to say down. first down. All right. Give them a yard. It probably wasn't even that much, but it's enough to move the chains. But Anthony Crawford with 103 yards rushing now on his 10 carries. Barlow, 139 on seven carries. 60 more for Matt Schuler on just seven carries. And uh, the Panthers, again, yards per carry has been... Uh, Awfully good again tonight. They came in averaging nearly eight yards a pop on the ground. They're now up to 325 total yards, 319 of them through the air. Milligan under center on first and 10. Gives to Barlow. Room off the left side, cuts back and still on his feet, but nope, gave ground a little bit, and McKee will make him pay for that. Maybe just a yard for Chase on his 11th carry of the night. Well, you know, I I think somebody's got to tell Strathaven line, we're still in this game. We gotta start blocking. We got we want to maintain possession. Don't want to give the ball back. Clock ticks. Second down and about ten to go. Clock melding away. 540 to go in regulation. Strathaven leading 35-16, largely on the strength of a huge third quarter. A 21-point third quarter broke this thing open. Double wing this time. Give is to Barlow, and he gets the carry off the left side. He's going to bump his way, and now you're going to still push his way. And Oh, not sure how they didn't see the face mask, but (laughs) 
He's going to pick up maybe five out to the 36-yard line and keep the clock moving. Barlow has been all over the field tonight. Over 140 yards rushing, 15 tackles on the defensive side of the ball. Mm, And the Panthers break the huddle. They'll snap it from the near hash mark, moving right to left here in the fourth. Third down and almost six. Nine men in the box. They go counter crisscross with room to run. His shoulder, oh, tried to hurdle a tackler. (laughs) If he got through, he's gone. But nice work there by the Marple defense to collapse, and they got him by the shoestrings. Timeout Marple, and it'll be as they bring up fourth down and about a yard. So my guess is... Yeah, we'll keep it right here. My yeah. guess is Coach Clancy wants to get pick up a first down here and really? try to ice this thing. I don't think you're punting it back and giving Marple anything to get excited about. Uh, well, if you, if you don't get the yard, you're going to give him a lot to be excited about. Yeah. But, but on the other hand, the damage can be done with four minutes, four and a half minutes left in the game. You know, the worst you can expect is a Marple would score quickly, and then Haven goes on a you know ten yard drive or whatever, and that's the end of the game. But I don't know. Good football tells me to punt it, but. Pete, what do you? Th- I know you're not on mic, but you think you ought to punt it or go for it? <laughs> he thinks he ought to punt it. I th- see. We're too conservative for this I think, game. Yeah, I think they'd rather run out this clock. No, I understand. I up. just would hate to turn it over to Marple. You know, and, right. a, and a bad snap. Uh, of course, quarterback sneak is almost a guarantee, but but it almost yeah. killed us last time they yeah. were on it. So, all right. What do the Panthers come up with? They keep the offense on the field. Fourth and one from their own forty, trying to put things away. All 10 men, 11 men in the box. Hard count, yep. and now you're going to get, I they think jumped they jumped yep. into yep. the neutral zone. And a hard, a hard count. count from Milligan yep. That's it. will give them a free five. That's and, the other plan. Yep, <laughs> that's right. That's right. Thank you, Coach Mike. Yep. Pete Young, don't punt, don't right. punt. Yeah, we're always all good. Right. We're terrific Monday morning quarterbacks. All right, well done there. Yes, it was. And uh, Milligan in the offense with a fresh set of downs out at their own 45 now. 4.38 to play here in the fourth. A couple of quick updates. Mar- Garnet Valley now leads thir- 41-13 over CB West, and Ridley's up 49-35. Motion man is Barlow. On first down, the give is to Crawford. Has some running room off the right side. It's going to be takes a big hit at the midfield stripe, but still will pick up six before he's driven backwards by Jimmy Halley and others. Jimmy getting ready for the wrestling season, I would think. He's been... Uh, Terrific uh, as a relatively undersized defensive lineman, uh, the junior defensive tackle for Marple, but he is tough and uh, knows all about leverage. (laughs) Crawford picks up six. And second and four upcoming. 109 yards for Anthony. And the Panthers very content to watch the back judge with his hand in the air. Milligan. Under center will take the snap on from the 49-yard line. Quick hitter, Crawford into the secondary, and a nice tackle going low to make the stop there by Paul DeFruccio. Gain of 11 more there for Crawford, and another Panther first down. So DeFruccio with a touchdown-saving tackle, and you got big Anthony running right at you. That's a good decision to try to take the legs. Right. 3.30 to go here in the fourth. Strathaven trying to beat Marple Newtown for the second time this year. We saw it happen last week uh, with two Central League rivals as uh, Ridley took out Conestoga two weeks in a row. 
here on first and ten. Milligan give is to Crawford one more time. Roth right tackles hat into the secondary. He goes at the 30. Cuts it back down to the 26-yard line. Goes Crawford for 14 more. Again, the offensive line just dominant tonight. Yep, absolutely. They had a a little bit of a problem at the beginning of this drive. They couldn't seem to get anybody off the ball, but then they just reapplied themselves, reasserted themselves, and they're doing what they need to do. And, of course, this was the drive to end the game. That was the plan, and it's working out well now. Panthers with six yards passing tonight, 304, six, uh, 358 on the ground. Just, uh, again, tremendous work from the front five plus the tight ends. And, honestly, the backs all block for each other so well. Here we go, first and ten. This is Barlow on the sweep to the near side. Tries to cut inside. He does step away from one man, two men. Still on his feet. Excellent balance inside the 20, down to the 16-yard line. Give him eight more as Haggerty on the stop for the Tigers. 2.20 to go and counting. Second down and about two for Barlow, who's now up to 157 yards. On 10 carries. Three more touchdowns for Barlow tonight. As we'll be inside of 10 minutes. As Two minutes. I'm sorry, inside of two minutes, rather. <laughs> I'm, I'm happy to stay all night. This is the way this is going. All right, Milligan under center. On second down and two. Gives to Crawford straight up the middle. Into the secondary. Still on his feet. Carrying people down and into the end zone. Anthony Crawford's first score of the night. 17 yards up the gun. And that, my friends, should about put it away and put the Panthers in the semifinals for the first time in 10 years. Wow. It's been quite... I mean, you know, we, we kind of expected they would be able to handle Marple Newtown. But the first half, it certainly didn't look like it was going to be easy. But uh, the second half was, was all Panthers, and they've really just dominated. As you pointed out, in the third quarter, it just was awesome. The defense, especially in this third quarter, was tremendous. Here's uh, Shankweiler on for the extra point. Perfect again. Six for six. As Shankweiler and the offense have been fantastic all night. We'll take a short time out. Be back in a moment. Marble Newtown will get the ball back late in the fourth here when we come back on HavenFootball.net. PNC Bank has technology to help make banking easier, like a PNC business line of credit or PNC Total Auto, a place online to easily find and finance the right car for you, or PNC Home Insight, to search for a new house within your budget. PNC, make today the day. PNC Bank branches in Nether Providence and Swarthmore are ready to help you with all your banking needs. Stop by and say hello. Make today the day. Hello, everyone. I'm Ron Jaworski, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, and you're listening to high school football right here on havenfootball.net. Strathaven 42, Marple Newtown 16 with 1.43 to play here in regulation. Anthony Crawford's first touchdown of the night comes at the 1.43 mark here of this fourth quarter, and uh, Marple looks to have maybe one more crack at it. A couple of quick updates. Upper Dublin now within 7.28.21 against Plymouth White Marsh. Academy Park up 28-13, 1.43 to go in that game. 1.43 to go in that one, so Coach Vasheski and the Knights Look like they're coming here next Friday night. That'll be a tough one for the Panthers. Uh, all sorts of speed and talent for Academy Park. Uh, but that's, hey, 
Still 143 to go in this one. See how the Panthers can finish. High, short end over end kick. It's going to come out of bounds. One of the few special teams mistakes here for the Panthers tonight. But uh, Marple Newtown will take over at their own 37-yard line. Brian Bogan will be your quarterback as, uh, again, Bertolini took a hit in that fourth quarter that, uh, or I'm sorry, in the last drive that looks to be, uh, looks to have ended his night. Now, Marple Newtown does have one more game to play with Pencrest. Uh, They will match that up, uh, I I believe, on Thanksgiving Eve. Also another update from Ridley and North Penn. Ridley leads 49-42 just under 11 to go in that game. What a shootout that is up at Crawford. And, uh, man, it's an instant classic. And the seven-seeded uh, Ridley Raiders, who finished 9-1, and one, tied with Strathaven for second place in the Central League. Uh, hey, Central's showing up pretty well in the postseason. It looks like they're going to get at least three to the semifinals uh, if Ridley can hang on. All right, here we go. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Bogan in the shotgun on first and 10 from the 37. Bogan takes the snap, rolling to his left. Eyes downfield, looks, tries to throw back down this near sideline. Too high for uh, McKee, and incomplete it falls. Second and 10 upcoming. So, yeah, I mean, if Ridley can hang on and knock off the two-seat, and now oh, you're going to get a flag on the near sideline here, I believe. He might have, oh, we'll see. Gone out of bounds and come back in. Did he come back in? This might be an illegal touch if uh, McKee stepped out before deflecting that pass, but we'll keep an eye on that one. Uh, we'll try to get another update on the Downingtown East Quakertown game, but Quakertown was up by two scores, so that they could be headed to Garnet Valley next week. Now you're going to have a personal foul against Marple. Uh, brings oh. up second down and ten, so that was... Just a shove or something? I don't know, or yeah. somebody maybe said something Maybe someone said something unpleasant. Uh, could have been. All right, Academy Park up 28-13. And it'll be second down. Sorry, first. Sorry, second and 25. So that flag came in after the play. All right, here we go. Kaufman checks into the uh, Marco Kaufman checks into the game at linebacker. And you've got second. All right, here we go. Officials getting reset. <laughs> they marked off the penalty yardage. And now from their own 27, back to pass is Bogan on second and 25. Rolling to his left. Looking, looking. Fires to the near sideline. It is deflected and intercepted by Matt Schuler. Nope. nope. Out of bounds. <laughs> well, call it a pass defense. <laughs> nice work by Schuler to knock it away. Well, he'll and, get uh, at least a knockdown. He for that. was. Uh, <laughs> Looking for his third interception of the year. His first two have finished in the other team's end zone. Matt Schuler with, a, again, a nice job in special teams tonight uh, to set up the Panthers with short fields and give them a spark. He, of course, scored. Uh, he had a big run to in the early in that third quarter and scored a five-yard touchdown. And Barlow with three scores. Crawford with one. Milligan with uh, one on the ground. So, again, four ball carriers for the Panthers tonight have... Uh, Shared the wealth. Second down, sorry, third down and 25. Now they're going to call it second. Second down and 25. Back to pass. Firing to the left side. Incomplete a little too high for Cooper Conroy. So Bogan missed him on that one. I guess, uh, I guess the, I'm not sure that that play, um, well, I don't know. I guess they said that was in the course of the play, the personal foul. I wonder what that was. 
I the personal was... foul. The play did not count, so we got first and 25. We're well, now that, on third but, and 25. But he signaled dead ball as if it was after the play, which yes. to me felt like it should have uh, been yeah, lost. The t- they would have taken the down. Yeah, that down would have counted, down. yeah. Either way, 122 to go here in regulation, and Panthers trying to get off the field healthy here as Marple Newtown trying to do the same with still one game to go with Pencrest coming up in a week and a half. All right, Bogan on third and 25, rolling to his left. Steps up, fires deep down the hash mark. It's a jump ball, and it is caught. What a job right there by Small to pull it out of the air off a deflection, and he's pulled down by the shirt tail at the 30-yard line of Strathaven. Well, not sure he can practice that one much better. No, that was, that uh, was, that was great. Heads-up play there it, by Small. To just generally, you don't want two ball. receivers in the same area, but that certainly paid off. First completion of the night for Brian Bogan goes for 43 yards, and Small has uh, his sixth catch of the night. First and ten, back to the pass. He's going to fly underneath. Nice one-handed grab there yes, by McKee. Was. And uh, it'll be Harrington on the stop of McKee's seventh grab of the evening. Clock ticks, 51 seconds, 50 seconds, and Tigers try to go no huddle here. Cooper Conroy split to the near side, two receivers to the far side, and now in the slot to the right is Schumacher. On second down and six, back to pass is Bogan, looking all sorts of time, fires down the middle, and it is deflected away by Austin Connor at the goal line. Incomplete it goes. And it brings up third down and about six. So we'll see uh, with 32 seconds to play here in the fourth. Strathaven will, uh, I mentioned it briefly, last time they were in the semifinals was 2011 where they lost a heartbreaker double overtime game on a two-point oh, conversion at Pottsgrove. Oh, and uh, that was going to be uh. a, uh, honestly, the next week they handled Phoenixville quite easily, uh, did Pottsgrove. That could have been a, another district title for the Panthers. At any rate, here it's third and six. Back is Bogan. Looking to his left, comes back to his right. Rolling, rolling, under heavy pressure. Is going to put up in the air. Conroy comes back to the ball, makes the grab at the 28. He's going to step away from one man, and then Schuler slings him out of bounds. Was, and they may actually lose a little bit of yardage here. We'll see where they spot it. Not as much as they would have lost if he took the sack. Yeah, so nice work there by Bogan to evade pressure. And we'll see where they put this You have down. an update? Right, well, I, I was just going to chime in on that district quarterfinal they played against Pottsgrove. That was my freshman year of high school. Okay. I, I was with stop the, I, I, I was with the band. I remember that game well. I was heartbroken as well. That was a tough one to swallow there. They had uh, Panthers <laughs> were in control of that game, yep. fumbled twice, yep. and uh, kind of did them in, lost by a point when uh, Pottsgrove converted a two-point conversion. Here we go, fourth and four. Bogan, three receivers to the left, two to the right. Fires underneath the coverage to the right side, and there's a nice tackle there by... Uh, Marco Kaufman, and we'll see where they spot it. Uh, it's awfully close to a first down. I don't know. I don't think so. I think he's a yard shy. Yeah. As McKee on the grab, but Kaufman has stopped him a yard shy. Yep. Gain of three on the play, and the Panthers will bring the offense out take on knee. the field to take a knee with just right. 13 seconds left. 42-16 is where we will finish tonight. Not, you know, 
not on the scoreboard, it's not going to look much different than what happened here in week two. Yeah. But, uh, hey, 14-10 at halftime, and Strathaven goes three and out to start the third quarter. Boy, this was a this was tight uh, for for longer than uh, what some people would have thought. Yeah. Marble Newtown played awfully tough defensively in that first half. Yes, sir. And uh, again, just didn't have enough in the tank to slow down this Panther offense. And they will take a snap, take a knee, and take this show back here next Friday night to the District One semifinals, where it believe I believe they're going to host Academy they, Park. They will host Academy Park. That game has gone final, twenty eight thirteen. Okay. Well, okay. Academy Park's headed to George L. Kingfield seven days from now. Stick with us. We'll be back for a short wrap-up on another wonderful night here for Panther football on HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian Weekly Newspaper has partnered up with HavenFootball.net. The Swarthmoreian was established in 1893 and is a true community newspaper and covers the Wallingford-Swarthmore School District as well as events in Swarthmore, Wallingford, and surrounding communities. Get your copy every Friday at 320 Market or Swarthmore Co-op or call 610-543-0900 for a mailed subscription. For all the local news, read the Swarthmoreian every week. This is Ralph Lawler of the L.A. Clippers, and you're listening to High School Football on HavenFootball.net. Thank you, Mr. Lawler. Thank you to the Panthers and Tigers for giving us another fun show. 42-16 is your final in the rematch. And uh, thanks again to everybody in the Strathaven band. You can hear it in the field, Mike. Uh, behind us, but man, this was uh, this was a fun one, Mike. Back and forth it went for uh, a good chunk of this game. Well, it's it's always you know when it's a tight game in the first half, and you're trying to wonder how they're going to pull this out, and then of course they come back in this in their first drive of the second half, which you think is critical, and they really muff it and turn the ball over, and then they're able to stop Marble Newtown on a three and out, and then then just find their legs and suddenly the end of the world you know i mean the third quarter was just devastating for marble newtown and sensational for, for strathaven and when you're a strathaven fan it's like great you know this is a great exciting first half questionable first part of the third quarter then they really reassert themselves and pretty much take the game away and now we just got to hold on in the fourth quarter uh which not, they not only hold on they held on they they exceeded themselves so you know, it was a great win for us. We're going to have a tough, tough game, I think, with Academy Park next week. Uh, they're coming off of a big win for them. They're going to be on a big high. This is going to be a big game. And I, and I think if Haven continue to play the way they've been playing, you know, they, they certainly have a shot to win this and get into the final for districts. But, um, you know, hopefully, you know, we don't know. But it looks like everybody's healthy and ready to go and we'll have a good week of practice. And, uh It'll be fun. It'll be another week of football for us. Absolutely. So it'll be a 7 o'clock kickoff here next Friday night. We'll be on the air at 645 as usual. And, uh, again, home field advantage. Panthers have earned it with, uh, again, a fantastic regular season and a two seed. So we'll host the number six seed who knocked off third seed at Unionville tonight. And Academy Park, last time we played Academy Park in the playoffs, Panthers were leading early lost by a point over on the rainiest, muddiest nights of football we've seen in a long time. Since, in, the, since the monsoon, uh, although yeah, it wasn't muddy. An absolute mud pit over yeah. in uh, Sharon Hill that yeah. night uh, when Jake Fisher was the quarterback uh, going back probably four, four years or so. But, uh, again, we'll worry about uh, that next week. In the meantime, the Panthers will enjoy this one. They're saluting the band uh, here in front of us. 
as they play the alma mater. And uh, again, great, great night for Strathaven advancing to the district semifinals for the first time since 2011. For Pat Clancy, giving us uh, space in the booth as always. Thanks again to Jim Alsman and the Marple Newtown football guys. Always uh, fun to ha- see him, and uh, they do a t- terrific job with their broadcast. Uh, for Pete and Andrew, great job with the stats and spotting and halftime chatter. And Mike Mayer, we're, I don't know how we're going to pick play of the game tonight. So many good ones on offense and defense for the Panthers. I don't know where to start. So uh, thank you for <laughs> thinking through that over the next 48 hours or so. And we'll have everything posted, scores, schedules, and more ready to roll on havenfootball.net. So for the final score tonight, one more time in the district quarters, Strathaven 42, Marple Newtown 16. Brian Carroll, thank you for joining us tonight. Good night, everybody. Great football. This internet broadcast has been a production of HavenFootball.net Incorporated. All rights are reserved. Thanks for listening, and good night. Good night.